across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> ah, we're all we're all screwed. We're all screwed, Catherine. Hello, dear listener. This is the late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. Hi. Sam is on the phones. We will not be um, giving mouthpieces to shitbags like Nigel Farage. Although, if um, if if uh, Tommy Robinson has got a phone smuggled up his anus, we'd certainly speak to to him. Who I think. I think he's the only person we can turn to to be um, foreign minister and prime minister and lead us through this Brexit nightmare. He's not foreign; he's native English. Exactly. And then um, what we need to do is we should we should release Tommy from prison. And all he did, all Tommy Robinson did, was break the law and then plead guilty to it. That's all he did. Remember that, guys. And he's in prison for those two simple things. State of British justice. Outrageous! I wonder um, what ethnicity the judge was. Mm-hmm. We should bust Tommy out of prison. Uh, McVicar style Or Papillon style. Not Papillon. Papillon was foreign. We should bust him out of prison. McVicar style John McVicar, Roger Daltrey style And um, we should um, uh, get him to negotiate the tricky path, the torturous tortuous and torturous they're both words they both mean slightly different things path that is brexit and then once he's done that let's get him to rescue those tie boys the remaining eight tie boys um that are, that are stranded because if anyone can do it it's our tommy let's leave the teacher in there let's teach him a lesson let's teach him a lesson taking young lads potholing, caving like that, without the right equipment, without an eye on the weather, without an escape route, as they say in America. Let's leave that guy in there. Let's see if he can survive the monsoon season. If he does, fair play. We'll let him come out and, and face the authorities. But I, I, I think that there's only one man for the job, and that's our Tommy, who is in prison tonight simply for committing a crime and uh, for um, confessing to it. Let's go to um, Pitcher Phil. Good evening. Good day. This is Wally Dingo with your Aussie Rolls Roundup. In weekend action, it was North Melbourne over the Suns, Collingwood over Essendon, Eagles past the Giants, Adelaide over St Kilda, Hawthorne over Bulldogs, Melbourne over the Dockers, Richmond over the Crows, and Geelong over Sydney. I'll see you next week. Till then, check out another Aussie film classic, Malcolm with Colin Friel and Bud Tingwell. I'll see you next week. I watched two of... Two of the crappiest films I've ever seen this weekend. Uh, Amazon Prime. Hang your head in shame. Um, once to reason... We're going to have a... Here's my prediction. We'll have a general election before the end of the year. That's my prediction. General election before the end of the year. That's something fun to... Uh, before the end of the week, the way Before the end of the week. So I watched two terrible, terrible films. Um, well, one was quite good until the last ten minutes. You, did you dribble? No, it's just that when I drink out of this bottle, it makes a noise. Okay, well, it's Monday. It's going to be a slow start to the week, guys. Um, So one was um, the most beautiful woman in Hollywood. And you got to see her bare bum in it. So I was like, oh, little cheeky, little cheeky bonus. Cheeky bonus. bonus. 
Um, what's her name? Nicole Kidman. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah got she's see- not really got much of a bottom. Oh. Nicole Kidman and Colin Firth, um, and she's got she's uh, got amnesia, and so she wakes up she's every day. She's got to put her pants on. Oh, for Christ's sakes, woman. Where did the bottom come in? Um, just shut up. Sorry, guys, I've got a very, very painful neck because of a, a, a very serious accident that uh, um, that I'm being very brave about. We'll have Too more. much. <sighs> We'll talk about the accident later on. If you've got a neck injury, 03444991000, you, got, you jump straight to the front of the queue. It's like it's basically the same as, as waving a blue badge, um, although I don't know why you do that. Do you remember when the, the badges used to be orange? No. I think orange is a far more fitting colour to uh, for disability. It says, look at me, I'm, I'm not ashamed. Blue's like, mm, move on, nothing to see here, just me in a wheelchair, which is what I'm thinking of getting after this neck injury. But more anon, more anon. So anyway, so I watched that, and then I didn't watch the last five minutes because it was rubbish. But watched the whole film, and then I watched a film last night that was basically it's got two of base. It's got the the modern day. Well, I was going to say Laurel and Hardy, but no, it's basically the modern day Laurel and Harold Lloyd, Stan Laurel and Harold Lloyd, right? The modern day, the modern day um, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. Um, the modern day, the modern day Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Um, uh, Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson. Oh. The, 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 the two of the, you, you see those guys' names separately on a movie. You know, you know you're in for a good, good chuckle. You're in for, you're in for a good chuckle. You see those guys' names together on a movie. Holy shit. You are, you are gonna... You're going to pee your pants. You might as well take your pants off unless you like them soaked in urine. Um, so I watched this movie on Amazon Prime starring the, 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 two, the two most consistently funny men ever. All right. What's it called? Bros? No, We're bros? Shut up. You, Let, let's, let's make a movie, bro. No. You name a film that either of those, that both of those gentlemen or one of those gentlemen is in. And it, uh, you name it. And I'll, and I'll tell you how funny it is. Swingers. Very, very funny. You've not seen it. I haven't seen it, but I just know. I just know. The Wedding Crashers. Flipping. Uh, incredible film. Great movie. Uh, name another one. Hang on. Let's just go to the callers. Hang on. Uh, Luke? Luke? Hello? Hello? Yeah, Luke, name, name a film. Yeah. That either Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn are in separately or together. I don't know. Okay, thanks very much for your call. Wasim? Jesus, what is wrong with everyone today? Why is there like a delay on me asking them a question and then answering it? Wasim? Hi, Ian, how's it going? This guy's is going off to a bad start because the previous caller has annoyed me and you've you've annoyed me. Why? Because I asked you a question and you didn't respond. Maybe there's a delay on the line or something. There's a delay in your head. I was going to talk about Tommy Robinson, mate. Tough. Yeah. I'm asking you um, about Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson. Name a film that either of them in are in either separately I or... I film, mate. The last time I saw Owen Wilson was in a psychology advert. Right? That's a funny advert. Hilarious. That's a funny advert, right? That is I a... I f- actually is... went there for a job. Did you? Psychology? 
Yeah, I didn't get the job though. Yeah, I don't think they hire boring people. As, as, <laughs> go on, what do you want to say about Tommy Robinson? Oh, Tommy. By the way, by the way, from now on, we're calling him this, the the the, the, ha- the late night alternatives. Tommy Robinson. That's what we're calling him. He's ours. We are owning him on well, this you, show. You, you could could you could rename the show with him late night emails. Sorry. What do you, um, what do, you yeah. do? Do you do local radio breakfast shows? The late night Lee mails because my na- last name is Lee, and that sounds a bit like E, which is emails. Dear God, is this nineteen ninety seven? If only. Get to the point. Okay, so I don't know if I should have reported this in. A couple of weeks ago, I was driving on the M40. I was going past Oxfordshire, and in the countryside, I could see a big, big uh, poster saying "Free Time Robinson." And just below it, it says something about F the Muslims or something. Right. Uh, well, that's not... You can't pin... Hey, 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 hey. You can't pin that on Tommy. He's inside. Yeah. That could have been anyone. That could have been written by Muslims. That could have been written by literally yeah, anyone. Have, you know, Was it spelled correctly? Well, he said free time Robinson. And under there, they're all something about Muslims, but then they scribbled it out. I think. All right, so you don't... Hang on a minute. So... so oh, here we go. So you're now imposing your own narrative. You don't even know what it's... It might have, might have said that Tommy Robinson at ha- hearts... Yeah, flipping loves Muslim. Oh, you just don't know, mate. You just he, he, he don't probably is, man, cause know. He's from Luton, isn't he? Oh. Well, not really. No. Anyway, the, the, Wasim, you, you're boring me. By the way, remind me to talk about last night's last hour of um, Howard's show. Oh, you cut... You cut you, it was nuts, man. Was it? It was a woman from Manchester. Sam, do me a favour. Last night, between 12 and 1, just grab me five minutes at random. Five minutes at random. Right? It's this woman from Manchester, right, who's been... And from Man... (laughs) Do the voice, I dare you. We'll do it in a minute. We'll come back to it in a minute. So the film was called The Internship. We don't really have interns over in this country. Basically, it's people that work for free. Right? We do. Well, we don't use the word intern. I've never heard the word intern in this country before. It's, you, you, you're nodding your head, but you're wrong. You're not as into interns as I am. Dirty mare. Um, but, and basically, it was a it was a two-hour advert for Google. Right. Because it's set in Google. They kept talking about Google. It was just an advert for Google, right? Stop so, saying Google. But it was an advert for Google. So basically... What did you just say? It was an advert for Google. So basically, what? Google. Google. <laughs> how, would you, how would you say it? Google. From, from India, are you? <laughs> Sam, could you just say Google for me? Google. What? Google. <laughs> what the? What was that? What was that? Google. Go- Google. Right. And the story is Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson are old time salesmen and they go for a job as interns at Google. <laughs> but there's loads of kids. And I thought, oh, this is quite nice. And it was it was set in Google and it was it was everyone was was it, it was all Google based. Right? <laughs> but then there's a bit. Where, so there's them on the team. It's like um, a Chinese guy that's been bullied by his mum. Um, uh, 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 very attractive. Indian girl who's led a very repressed life, um, a geeky guy, you know, you know. Did the Indian girl end up taking her glasses off and brushing her hair and, whoa! No. Oh. But, but, and the reason I mentioned she was attractive because it is, it is kind of, unfortunately, it's important. So they're, they're doing all these, they're, they're basically, they're, they've got to build all these apps and do all these stupid tests to get a job at Google. 
and they're losing, right? And so Vince Vaughn goes, ah, sod this. Let's go out and get drunk. And the oh, kids are going. That's him in every film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids <laughs> are going, what are you talking about? He goes, let's go out and get drunk. But we're going to fail. He said, no, we failed anyway. Let's go out and get drunk. So they went out and got drunk. But they went out and got drunk at like a, a lap dancing club. Yep. That's Vince Vaughn. Is it? Every film. Well, and they're there in a lap dancing club. And with like these, so it's these two old men with these young kids and a lap dance, including this, this, this young Indian lady. And Vince Vaughn, to his credit, he leant over and said, if you don't like this, we can go somewhere else. She went, oh, no, I love it. I've wanted to, 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 I've never lived life and I want to, now I want to live life and oh we're living life. In a, in a Did you living life involve her getting undressed? She didn't, unfortunately. Although a quick Google shows that she's not averse to it. Um, anyway, so if it, it's all, what's a load of old crap it was? Two hours of just an advert for Google. So I, um, I hereby, I am declaring a fatwa on Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Vince Vaughn Moore. Just, just, um, just punch Owen Wilson in the nose. It's quite a big nose. Punch him in the nose. Vince Vaughn, I want dead. Because he... You want him dead? Yeah, I do. Because he, he wrote that film. Yeah, of course he did. He wrote that movie. Actually, that's... got his fingerprints all over it. That time, I didn't, I didn't have time to, I didn't dust it. That actually ties me into one of the topics tonight, indirectly. Because the topic tonight is, I think we should bring back the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not even joking about this now. You see all these people getting away with the most horrific crimes and just getting away with it. Um, we'll have it after the break. Thank you, Sam. Just getting away with it and all of this, right? Crimes such as? Well, I'll tell you a minute because I, I think we should bring back the death penalty. Hanging is my favourite choice because it's British. It's what our Tommy would want, not for him, but for criminals. But I'm reluctant to hang people. He's a criminal. I'm reluctant to hang people because they get a, a brief amount of sexual pleasure at the end. It's, it's, that's a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, that right quite at the very often end. when a man is, um, hanged, he will ejaculate. That's not even a joke. That sounds like a joke from a uh, from a classic Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie. That's not. That's a fact. That's a fact because there is sexual pleasure. So I'm reluctant. I'm reluctant to indulge any criminal in sexual pleasure. <laughs> Bad news, boys. <laughs> um. So I think. So what I want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're going to bring back. You want a non-sexy method? We're going to bring back. We're going to bring back the death penalty. Two questions. One, how should we do it? How should we kill them? And two, who would you kill? Who would you kill? My examples are, I've got two examples, both of which I saw yesterday. Absolute arseholes. The scum of the earth that stand on the pavement by a zebra crossing but don't actually want to cross. They've just stopped there because they're checking their phone or they're thick and they just stand there. So me being a responsible driver, I go up to the zebra crossing and I stop. They just stood there, beeping the horn. They kill them, kill them. And the second group of people, of which I would execute, the absolute. I mean, these these are this is the lowest of the low, right? The people that leave bags of clothes outside charity shops. After hours. And some of these shops say, do not leave bags of stuff outside the shop after hours. Because you just go there. 
These are the people I would kill. The zebra crossing people. The people that leave bags outside charity shops after hours. Fly tippers. No, hang on. I've not even finished. That's who they are. No, they're, they're not fly tippers. There's nothing to do with flies. Um, and the people... So, zebra crossing. Please, this is really important. And you're, I think you're making light of a very serious issue. Um, zebra crossing... This, this is who we're going to kill. Zebra crossing people. People that leave bags outside charity shops after hours and kill in an even more painful way the people that go through the bags outside charity shops after hours those scumbags right those scumbags deserve to die oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand can i add some yeah they won't be as good as mine all right let's see people at supermarkets yep who unload their shopping from their tr- trolleys, yep, yep. and then instead of taking the trolleys back to those little shed things, oh. just put them, just prop them next, very precariously next to next to the cars. Yeah. And as they drive away, sometimes banging their car doors, the it trolley will start the, to roll. Sets and you it think, off, doesn't it? Absolute plum. Sets it off. Those guys. Oh no, I love them. Yeah, okay. definitely. Another one. Yeah. Today, as I was walking to get my little one. It's a very, very narrow passageway around the back of the school. Oh. And um, you have to be w- wary of people coming from the other direction because, you know, a certain number you can will I, not pass. Can I just flag up? I will be making a joke in about 30 seconds about Kath's narrow, narrow back passage. Okay. So just carry on. Okay. That's coming. So as I walked, I saw th- not one, not two, but three women walking abreast, two of them with three abreast. a bush chair. Yes. Like in um, that Arnold Schwarzenegger film? No. What do you mean? Three women walking alongside oh, each other. So six Two of them had push chairs. Six breasts. I thought you meant that film with the lady with three breasts. How did they do that? I don't know, CGI or something. Oh, I don't think CGI had been invented then. Anyway. GM, GM Foods? GM, GMB. Crops. Yeah. They're walking, all three of them. Yeah. Matt, 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 talking nonsense. Matt, 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 walking towards me. Yeah. And I think, well, we can't all go. And they're quite yeah. far along. And they've got push chairs. I will give way. So I stood there waiting for them to come from quite a distance. And I gave them the old thin lip smile of, yep, yep, waiting yep, for you. Yep, yep. And as they went past, not a word, no thank you. Oh, uh, they're dead. Dead! Uh, guys, this is a really serious issue tonight. We're going to be tackling serious issues tonight. None of your light-hearted uh, 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 nonsense. Um, this is a serious show. 03444991000, The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. By the way, I've got a spare ticket for Paul Simon on Sunday, if anyone wants to come with me. Uh, so, listen, Howard Hughes, right? Sunday night, 10 to 1. It's nuts show. Absolutely nuts show. Um, and what's wrong with you? No. Okay. Well, you can come to Paul Simon if you change your attitude about my neck injury. We're doing... David Lloyd, my old boss, will be telling me off because it's supposed to be one thought per link. And in since we've been back from the adverts 25 seconds ago, we've had seven different <laughs> issues raised. No wonder no one listens to this rubbish. But people do listen to Howard Hughes, Sunday night, 10 from 1. It's called The Weird and the Wonderful World of Howard Hughes, right? It's not. It's called it's called Bullshit, exclamation mark, with Howard Hughes, right? Bullshit with me, Howard Hughes. <laughs> and, I would listen to that. And um, the last hour, right, was flipping incredible, right? It was this woman from Ma- Manchester, and she was talking about how she was nearly... Right, she was nearly... Okay, all right. This, I'm going to say something horrible, right? She was nearly, um, I think, raped um, just outside Manchester by a yeti. Now, now, now. No means no yetis. 
now for you right and so she has if anyone knows her website if anyone heard, can you tweet me the website and we'll, i want kath to see it tweet kath at flipping kath so she has made it her life this was like 50 years ago right she has made it um her life's work to hunt down and log all of the yeti sightings around the manchester area what <laughs> what I've been a little bit mean. It's a little bit white. It's like the Pennine Way and, and the Chilterns and all of that. The Chilterns? Maybe. Well, yeah. No. There's like yet, Yeti spotted. Can someone tweet me and Kath? Um, you mean like on the moors and all that? Yeah. Robins. Like Yetis. And they use, um, a bit like those Thai boys, they use underground cave systems uh-huh. to get about. Now, well, li- listen, Sam has just picked, f- I don't know if this will work. He's picked five minutes at random from last night's Howard Hughes, bullshit with Howard Hughes. In my um, summary of the programme, I've just written down Manchester Yeti. Here we go. Let's have a, this is from last night's show. Let's have a listen. She and a friend, uh, it is mock exam time and they've got downtime from school. So they do what we call in Liverpool, they bunked off from school. Stop it. And they this find is, themselves. This is the account of the attack. This is the account of the attack that started her life, lo- life's work. Go on. Liverpool, they bunked off from school, and they find themselves in a bit of a rural area and encounter a creature. Not a man in a suit. No. Clearly, from the account that Deborah gave, not a man in a suit. No, no, no. So the big question is, what was it? So we are at the point at which Deborah flees in fear. Uh, her friend is kind of left behind, but uh, <laughs> presumably gets out of this. So, um, as they say on the, the sports programmes, Deborah, on Question of Sport... What happened next? Well, I'll be honest, I did look back. I looked back to check that Your she mom. was up and moving. Or to, honestly, to see if he was coming after me. Dear God, I mean, you Come could have looked back me. and found her in the grip of this thing. Yeah, and he just leant back into the bush. And he was gone. He leant back into the shadows and the greenery. And he was gone. And I have asked myself every single question that every one of your listeners out there is asking. Was it an hallucination? There was two of us. Was it an hallucination? Stop using the language of my people. I don't think I'd even had a cigarette at that point. I was, like I say, I was just 15, so no. I mean, of course, it was cider. Not that, uh, you know, I say this is all deeply illicit and nobody should do this, but it was was cider in those days, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, like, maybe that... I wouldn't have done that, Mum, but some people I know may have done that on the weekend uh, (laughs) when they stayed at their grand. (laughs) Well, I, I have a feeling they might. So, you know, you're absolutely compass mentis, as they say. Yeah. Um, I think what we've got to do is give a proper description of this, then. Uh, right, ki- height height, and, um, and what they might this. call general demeanour. Here we go, listen to I this. I will try. Um, at the time, I'll be honest, <laughs> in my head, running away from him, he was ten foot tall yeah. and as broad as a house. Yeah. Right? But in reality, I did go back. Reality. I tried to go back three times as an adult and could never do it. too scared. And then I did manage to go back in 2015. And I'm glad I did, actually, it was because it put it into perspective for me. I think he was about seven foot tall, about seven feet high, when I looked at the radius of where he would have been stood against my husband. My husband's 6'1". So I think he was about seven feet tall, and obviously he's hunched because he's leaned forward, and I'm looking up at him. I don't remember his ears because his hair... Covered his ears. The two main things that I remember, I'll be honest, were the jaw muscles because my first and only clear thought was the power in them if they bit. Powerful jaws. And the other thing was his eyes. Yep. Because he looked as shocked as I did. He didn't do anything to scare me. The reaction was all my own. He looked 
as blank-faced as me. Um, he had amberish eyes. There was a small amount of white to the eyes. He had very leathery skin. And um, you know Chris Eubanks, the boxer? Yes, a little bit he racist. that though. nose. He's got Chris Eubanks' Except nose. For the same well, I'm, I'm nose. sure Chris would thank you for that. <laughs> no, but <laughs> anyway, he's that, 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 that was it. That, so, when did he start getting fruity? That got a whole... She was on for an hour. <laughs> an hour talking about that and then she was talking about loads of people go onto her website and post sightings of course they do they're winding you up they're winding you up of course that's what they do for crying out loud but on the serious point (laughs) has something really awful happened to this woman and she's covering up with all this yeti crap i don't think so really this has made it her life's work I think, I don't know if this is her website, BritishBigfootSightings.com. I don't know if that's hers or not. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Blimey. It's well worth listening to Howard's show called Bullshit with Howard Hughes um, on Sundays, 10 till 1. John and George, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 03444991000, The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. The North, this is what I learned. The North American Sasquatch, you don't see any genitals. Too shaggy. Yeah. But British Sasquatch, you see genitals. Trimmed. One, one, um, can someone, someone must have been listening. Can someone find me her website? Because there's like a map, apparently, on her website. Uh, oh, here it is. Area research. Sightings map. Sightings map. Here we go. I think. Yeah, here we go. This is it. British Bigfoot sightings reports.com. There's the map. Turns out everywhere. <laughs> are, you on the, are you on the website? Go oh, on. I can see it from here. Go, go on the website. British Bigfoot sightings reports. Right. Because there was one. There's one guy reported. You. The thing is, you just go. You just post. And, and I'm not saying anyone do this. Right. But there's just a form where you just type in what you saw. And then I think she just puts it on the website. So. Anyone could could go in with sightings. One guy, she she read out one where um, this guy had seen like a yeti and his and his son walking through the woods. Then she said that they might be interdimensional beings. Oh, and right. I thought maybe she was taking it a little bit too far then. But um, let's go to to Durham. Um. Uh oh. Uh. Oh, he's just talking rubbish, that guy. Let's go to Leeds. Um, there we go. Heather Peacock says, I've always loved a mystery, the Loch Ness Monster, um, Bigfoot, etc. It was when I got a new tablet, I was on YouTube watching Bigfoot in the USA. Great, great movie. I came across a video of the Woodwouse. I've never, I'd never heard of. I was intrigued. I joined a few Facebook groups that day. I started seeing the same things in my woods as on photos in the group. I sent some photos in. I've been looking for nearly two years now. This has led me down a path of trying to conserve the beautiful woods in my area, fighting planning applications to chop the trees down for housing. I was never outdoorsy, but now I am. Well, hang on a minute. That's not. That's not exactly a sighting. I've got is one. It? Go on. I've got hang, one. hang on a minute. I know what's. I know what's. The Isle of Grain Su- Sasquatch sighting. Away oh, you go. go on. Hello, Deborah. I'm reporting this on behalf of a good friend, a friend of mine who lives in a remote Kent farmhouse along the Medway on the Isle of Grain. Ooh. 
My friend has lived at this property a number of years now and they experienced some strange goings on and at one point they saw what can only be described as a large Sasquatch type creature which was on their property on a number of occasions. A tall, hairy, upright creature that looks like a cross between a man and an ape walking upright on two legs. There's a caravan, brackets mobile home, standing on the property and this has been rocked and banged upon a few occasions now. I bet it has. If the car- if the mobile homes are rocking, don't you dare come a-knocking because I'm a-docking. I asked my friend to explain what this creature looked like and what they described the height. They said the creature itself had been seen leaning over a Ford Escort van and he wasn't standing straight up. <laughs> He's dogging! He was out dogging! <laughs> but was hunched over and the roof of the van still only came up to the stomach on this thing. There were very few houses in the area. If you go there and have a look around, you can clean see how it would be too difficult to get around unseen, situated in the All Hallows and the Isle of Grain. The area is a wildlife haven and is protected under law. As I say, it's quite isolated. There are lots of water sources and a few woods. It gets more wooded if you follow the river not too far away. It's been seen by our friends up fairly close and doesn't seem put off by their presence. I've been invited out to camp there, so I'm going to spend time looking around the sighting spots. We live in the area ourselves on a local farm and have seen what looked like a very large print of something laying down, as if a large animal had made a bed or nest of some kind in the tall grass? Question mark. We are local to a river, power lines, disused rail tracks and plenty of woods and forest. Open and shut. If anyone has seen... Bigfoot in this country. God's sakes, don't let Howard get the scoop on this. Let us get the scoop on it. 0344 499 1000. Whatever happened to that puma? Oh, yeah, the puma. The guy who saw Chris, the puma. It was Chris, wasn't it, who saw the puma? Oh, was it Luke? Luke, Luke. Yeah, that was it. Um, let's take some phone calls, shall we? Good evening, Rick. Sorry? Um, you're welcome. Let's go to Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Good evening. I, I just want to... Uh, I was literally, I was so shocked when you said bullshit, because uh, I was listening to the radio one extra minute ago, and they were talking about shit as well, and I wanted to tell you how much of a specialist I am in, in bullshit. Okay, well, we, I think we've said that word enough times for now. Go on. Oh, uh, so I won't say bullshit again. I apologise. Okay, about that. here we go. Um, it's, it's a story, what, yeah? Again, don't say it again, otherwise you're getting cut off. Oh, sorry, my apologies. So, so, so hang on, so you, you, you're going to tell me a story that I won't believe, and the reason I won't believe it is because it's made up. Exactly. Well, then why bother telling it? Because it's important. Why, wh- why is it important? Because, you have, well, you have to let me tell you the story first. Well, but what if it, here's the thing, though, uh, Patrick, is my job is to make this show as entertaining as possible. And admittedly, yeah. it's, it, I've not quite done my job for the last 35 minutes, but God help me, I've got a stiff Possibly. neck. I've got, a, I've got, um, I've got, a, I've got a, 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 a very, very, I, I took a serious injury at the weekend and I'm in, I'm in yeah. absolute agony. But what if you're, what, thank you. But what if your story is dull? Okay. We'll never know. Okay. Um, well, look on, then try it. Hello? Do you want to hear, do you want to hear the story? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm probably going to regret okay. this, yes. My specialist subject on Mastermind was bullshit. There we go. Okay, thanks very much for calling. Let's try... Uh, oh. r- hello, Rick? Um, yeah, dude. Hey, Ian. Um... Hey, I'm uh, I'm coming to see your show in Manchester. Yes, Rick, 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 the show on the July the 28th 
Uh, the three-minute yeah. theatre on on uh, in Manchester is dedicated to you, Rick, and and I'm so glad you're coming because this whole show, we're calling it the Rick Special. Yep. We're calling it the Rick Special, and if you weren't there, it would be an empty empty tribute. It'd be embarrassing, isn't it? You know, I, I absolutely love your kind of dickheadery, and um, um, my um, hello, hello, good evening. Yes, hello, um, I um. My, um, I, I'm a bit of a shame type of a person. Okay. Yes. What, yes. What does, do, you, do you mean you're one of those people where you're alive and your eyes are open, but you can't move or speak? Yeah. Okay. So you're communicating yeah. via um, telepathic waves. Well, I, 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 I once, wrote, I once, yeah, yeah. when I was about eight, I wrote a story. I can't about believe it. I'm talking to you. It's dude. a, it's a phone-in awesome. show, Rick. It's not that difficult. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Yeah. I'm I wondering just, if. I, hang on a I, second. I'm just. I'm wondering if we ban Rick from. If we just get. If we say to the guy on the, who's doing the tickets at the show in, in Manchester. No Ricks. No Ricks allowed. I think. Okay, we'll we'll do that. Anyway, oh, Rick. No, no Hello. No. Oh no! Don't tell me that. Mm. I um no. Look. Uh, no Ricks I, today. I, I, my lover's <laughs> gone away. You must know that song, No Ricks Today, by um, Herman Hermits. <laughs> no Ricks Today, really my lover's gone away. No, it's No Milk Today, that was the song. But... Yes. Awesome. Rick, what was the point of this call? Oh, um, I wanted to say um, it's a nice bit of one because um, I... Um, are, you high on, um, are you high on psychedelics? Well, I do smoke a lot of weed. Well, that's not technically a psychedelic. Okay. It's um, it's a relaxant, but uh, you just got that vibe of someone who's been ingesting mushrooms, or I'm going to say it, LSD twenty five. Oh well, then I did. Yeah, we go, and it's finally it's kicking in. Uh, it I turns out it wasn't just a bit of cardboard; it was actually real. It's just taken twelve <laughs> months. In fact, it hasn't taken twelve months. You're still tripping. You've only been tripping for an hour and a half. You've got another nine hours of this to go. It feels like it's been a year since you took it. It's been an hour and a half. You have another oh, nine hours of this, and at that rate, that's going to work out. There Thank you very go. much indeed. Sorry, YouTubers, you got the F-bomb from um, that, that, that stoned dude. Let's try Ellie. Good evening, Ellie. Hi, good evening. Good evening, Ellie. I, uh, I just wanted to um, Congratulate about... me on my Manchester accent. Well, it was all right, you know. Aye. <laughs> Aye, our kids. Don't but, push um, it. I know. Have you, seen, have you seen the Manchester Yeti? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the front door. No. Have you? No. Oh. No, I've not really. I was listening to um, the man's show last night. The man's show, yes. That's, that's great. And, and um, the woman was called Deborah Hatswell. That's it. That... And um, I just spent two hours looking on her site. First I Googled yeah. Deborah Hatswell, yes. Bigfoot, and then I YouTube Deborah Hatswell, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yes. And um, just spent two hours looking at um, <laughs> all these reports uh, that people have made of sightings around the UK. Um, and, and are you now convinced? I am, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man! Really? <laughs> yeah, I want to go hunt them and things. I think, I think, why haven't people got photographs of them? Uh, you know what I mean? Because they don't exist. Here's one. Let me let me read one. I've just found one on the website. Here we go. Right. My husband and myself were camping in Willingham Woods as we are keen bird watchers. <laughs> on the first night, everything was fine. 
On the second night, we were startled by a loud screech stroke howl, not a noise we have heard before. I asked my husband what bird it was, but he had no idea. We left the tent as it was about 3am. It was very quiet and still off to my left, about eye to eye with myself, I saw greenish eye shine. That settled us as it was dark and my husband explained it was probably just an owl. At that point, the owl stood up to about seven feet and started to walk <laughs> off. We packed up at 6am and will not be returning. <laughs> <laughs> they packed up at 6am, so a reasonable time. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was all very entertaining, actually, you know what I mean? It, like, it spent two hours. Oh, here's another one, here we go. <laughs> okay. A man who spotted, November 1977, 1970, a man spotted a half-man, half-animal entity. He was so scared he called the police. Various postmen in the village talked of seeing strange things, but it is unclear whether these are the same entity as the November sighting. It has yeah. also been speculated that the sighting may be connected to an old Anglo-Saxon burial ground close to the bridge. Reports of the area being haunted by a shag foal go back almost 100 years. A shag mm. foal? A what? Dirty buggers. <laughs> yeah, may, uh, Is that like a shaggy pony? Shag the pony? <laughs> shaggy pony! <laughs> Ellie's made herself laugh. I like that. And all of us as well. So, do you, you don't... Just say Shaggy Pony again. <laughs> shaggy Pony. <laughs> <laughs> was, wasn't, wasn't that a hit in the 1970s? Um, yeah. Um, so, you, 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 you don't seriously believe in all this rubbish, do you? Um, I'm quite um, open-minded to lots of things like UFOs, aliens. UFOs, totally. Totally, totally. I, I buy that because the arrogance of us to think that we are the only yeah. people in the universe. We might be the only people, but the only life in the universe. Totally yeah. by UFOs. Of course, but, yeah. But and yet I actually it, believe that there's like a multiverse. So where you've got our universe, yeah. the Earth. Yeah. And then there's lots of other universes with lots of other Earths and lots of other needs and lots of other yous. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it would have to, the thing is, it has to be an infinite number of universes. Of course it would, yeah. Otherwise it wouldn't work. So in one universe, yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm still a successful television broadcaster. Yeah. In one universe, I'm a black gay man. In, yeah. In, an, in, in another universe, you're a shaggy pony. Yeah, shaggy pony. <laughs> show is great and do you listen to it regularly well I've, I've listened to talk radio now for a whole week god i'm so sorry i am a new i am a, <laughs> i am a new listener so i've listened kind of during the day and yeah. during the night yeah and i actually found howard's program very very interesting yeah now i find your program really um oh. entertaining and funny and okay. stuff like the way you treat you you, you um yeah People who ring in. Yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> else. By the way, everyone else that calls in Ellie is an idiot, but you're not. I'm all. How, well, listen. Howard's show is great. It's on every Sunday night, ten till one. Yeah. And it's it's, it's, yeah. it's if, if you get in touch with him, tell him we've talked about him on this show because we we love Howard's show, even though most of it is made up nonsense. Yeah, is it? But that's well, well. That, I want to say that. Yes, I th I personally believe so. You wait till yeah. he has Christian Dior on, the camp psychic. <laughs> You wait till he gets him on. Oh, it's it's a treat. Christian Dion. Christian Dion. That's it. Oh, and enjoy that because I'm I'm psychic. Here we go. Here we go. Get rid of all the other callers. We've got a psychic on the line. Can you do it? 
I can I can give messages from spirit. Can you do it now for me? No. <laughs> that's, that's that's a coincidence. Oh, why not? Because I kind of have not tuned into you. Whereabouts Whereabouts are you based, Ellie? I'm in Markham at the moment. Oh. Supposing I Supposing I came to you one afternoon, would you be able to do me then? No. Wait a minute. She don't want to do you. Just give it up. It's almost as if she can't do me. How psychic Uh, are you? Well, not very psychic. I have to be in the right place. Do you mean pissed? No. I have to be like, I've done it in the spiritualist churches. Oh, like You stood on on the um, rostrum and you get in the zone, you see. Yeah. I I could not persuade you to, to get in the zone then. No, not just yet. Okay, all right then. All right, I wasn't Ellie. prepared for that. You well, know Ellie, I mean. listen, uh, it's nice to talk to you. You give us a call any time yeah. you want. Thank you so much. All right, thank you, Ian. Cheers, bye. bye-bye. What a lovely, lovely uh, uh, fruit. Uh, the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle and some weird callers. Uh, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. We can't stop saying shaggy pony. <laughs> Can you send me that? Have you sent it to me? Uh, uh, shaggy pony. Shaggy pony. <laughs> shaggy pony. Oh, I've buggered my computer up. <laughs> it'll, it will come in just randomly in a minute because I've set my computer up. Uh, shaggy pony. <laughs> um, we're, we're changing the name of this show to shaggy pony. <laughs> Good evening, John, in North London. Whereabouts in North London, please? Islington. That's still quite quite broad. Islington, Highbury. Highbury. Okay, that's okay. Okay, that's 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 narrowed it down a bit. But I'm suspicious of your vagueness. Almost like you're on the run. Are you anywhere near Gillespie Road? Uh, you can have the technology to get me if you want to. If I need to be, you know. The, Everybody can get me, no problem. Um, no, no, I, I like no one wants to get you. No one wants to get uh, you. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. The, I like to shoot the kill policy, and uh, I want to give you another thrill. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell are you talking? Shoot to kill? You forgot you were busy with the ghost for the last half hour. No, I have not, I have not uh, told anyone shoot to kill. Yeah, you know, you were, you were, um, you know, you were suggesting uh, certain people should get death penalty. So uh, oh, death penalty, but death penalty is not the same as shoot to kill. You're right. You're right. We can argue about that. Well, we know. Gi- uh, can I give you another thrill? Can I give you another thrill? Can well, I give us one thrill to start with. <laughs> Go on. Um, um, I'll give the water cannon for personally for Donald Trump to use it on the protesters this week right from so, the helicopter from air force one hang on a minute so you're putting you're putting well, air force one is an airplane sorry so you want yeah. to put a water cannon on air force one yeah would it not just be better if he just got his dinkle out and did a wee wee over them he likes that yeah yeah, yeah I, I was i, I was, I was there, but I'm, I, I'm glad you got it that's what i'm that's what i meant basically but i was trying to keep it clean you know so you would um, like to um, 
to kill basically yeah yeah, you yeah, want yeah to yeah, urinate yeah. on people using their democratic i suppose it's, it's better than uh, protesters that we've spoken about before on this show um but you want uh, to um urinate on people uh, no not not everyone just uh, just donald trump should do it Okay. Would, okay. I like. I would like that. Okay. Whether even even if they're not armed, the protesters, you'd be happy for them to have. Oh, just slow dripping warm water. Not, not so much force, you know. Okay, slow dripping. What, even on little children. What about people? In, what about a man in a wheelchair? Yeah, most people probably can use a bath, you know. Most people protesting in a sweatness. It's all well, right. This is the thing. Now, here's John. No John, 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 this is the second time we've had um, a conversation where you've been disparaging of protesters. Are you suggesting? that we should all just accept accept everything and, and never raise our voices when we disagree with things? No, 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 no. I want people to protest, but for real things, not for stupid well, idiots. Well, no. well, well, hang on. What's stupid about protesting against a man that could that, that, that is, is, a, is a racist, is an Islamophobe, has sexually assaulted women? Um, and um, could you know has has taken us at least twice in the last year to the brink of nuclear war. What's wrong with protesting against that? Yeah, the world is a safer place with him, I think. You are joking. You are joking. But what? Okay, let's go back. What about the, the sexually assaulting women? Well, unfortunately, in his age, there's a lot of people and that that were wrong, and he's wrong as well. No, yeah, but he's uh, no, but I mean, he's he's confessed to sexually assaulting women. You're you're happy with that? No, but okay. what about all these dictators and murderers that we welcome? Well, they're not, they're not coming over, they're not right this moment coming over to the United Kingdom the to have tea with I the castle. The amount of protests against well, them. Well, but, but, but they're not coming over here. I'll tell you what, it's jealousy on his success, that's what it is. No, 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 there, there's, not, there's, not, there's not jealousy. Th- those jealousy dictators, billion, John, 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 gross, gross of manners. This is, I can tell you're a Trump supporter because you have no manners. Um, th- those, they are, they're not, those dictators you talk about aren't coming over here to have tea with the Queen in Windsor Castle. He is. So if people... I, I Listen, I'm not... I, I, people, I love him. I can't help it. Well, even though he sexually assaults women... Listen, he's wrong. I don't love personally him. I don't know him personally. But I like his style. I think the world you like is his style of, of where You like his style because he's got a lot politics, of money. He, of politics. You like, politics. You like his style. You I like, don't know him personally. He's not a like, politician by you, his own admission. You like his style of, of where he's admitted that because he's got a lot of money, he can grab women by the pussy. Those he are his words. Uh, no, look. He said that. You, you're, you're set tonight probably worse things than he has said in his entire life. And, and you forgive yourself. I forgive him. No problem. What, for grabbing women by the genitals? I don't know what. You have said probably worse things tonight than he has said in his entire life. No, but I haven't, I haven't done it. I haven't grabbed a woman by well, her he genitals. Hasn't just said it. He has just said it. He hasn't done it. He, you he, forgive yourself. I forgive him. He hasn't done it. He's been accused of doing it by several women. Uh, you don't believe them, huh? I don't believe it. I believe yeah, one. Okay, well, okay. Why would you? Okay, well, listen, that's fine. And everyone could support him. I don't, honestly, I don't, we get kind of going down a little bit of a, 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 a phone in meme and, and not meme, yeah, meme, phone in meme. I don't really no. have, I don't really have um, uh, uh, feelings about Trump either way. But I do think that people have the right to protest um, uh, uh, freely without being urinated on. And if they choose yeah, to protest, if they choose, if they choose, if they choose to protest, uh, let me finish the sentence. If they choose to protest one thing, but yeah. don't protest another, then then so be it. But also, you can you can be against more than one thing. 
I don't get it, what he's saying. No, I know you don't. That doesn't compute for you. But you can be against more than one thing. Just because you're on, on a protest, an organized protest against um, uh, the American president, doesn't mean you're against um, the way that um, women in Islamic countries are sometimes treated. doesn't mean you're against the way that some Jewish women are treated, and as much as you know, some Jewish women aren't allowed to drive their husbands' cars and things like that. doesn't mean that you're not against child abuse. doesn't mean that you're not against all of these things. You can be against uh, 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 many, many things. This protest is about hate. Sorry? I'll tell you that. This protest against Trump is just bringing out the worst in people. Just hate. Well, it's bringing out it's the worst in you because you want to go and piss on them. So it's turning you into even more I of a... Water, well, I you said it was cannon. a euphemism. You said it was a euphemism. Of course it was a euphemism. Yeah, okay. So well, you, I don't know if you know what a euphemism um, means because that I means... I don't know. I don't mean, know. I'll look it up in the dictionary. I, su- I, suggest, you, I suggest you do that, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I think Trump brings out the worst in you. I think, I think um, a breathing brings out the worst in you. Uh, it's, it's so, that's too bad, man. <laughs> it's too bad. Okay. Thanks, you, Cole. Thanks, bye. There we go. Well, what a thoroughly unpleasant individual. Isn't yeah, he still phones. He still phones. I don't care about Trump either way. I just, you know... I don't really care about his politics, but I just I just know the admissions that he's made. I do. I care about the fact that they've separated families at the border well. and that 20% of those kids have, won't know where their parents have gone because yeah. they've not filed the paperwork. Yeah. I care about that. I, okay. Okay. I care about That's the way enough. he speaks to women. I okay. care about the way I care he... About, well, no, but I wouldn't... I wouldn't Okay, but I, I care I, about the way he encourages other people to come out of the woodwork. I care about that. Okay, all right. Well, Catherine, Catherine is a, is a much better human being than me because I, I just you know all I care about is the fact that they've they've changed Symmetra on Overwatch, uh, meaning I can't play that game. That's what I care about. Will anyone be protesting that, John? Are you going to join me protesting against the changes, the awful changes they've made to Symmetra? He would never play as a woman. Oh, oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Just, just remember, guys, Boris Johnson has never done anything unless it benefits Boris Johnson. Remember that. He's the, 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 the most selfish, um, uh, inward-looking human being on this planet, man. So, right, well, maybe a slight exaggeration, but certainly politician. He has never done anything unless it has benefited him. He is, is going to try and take Theresa May down, um, and uh, we will have a general election before Christmas. So that's, that's my words. I can't be bothered to go and vote in another election. Oh, man! Ain't we had enough of those now? Dear God! So bored! I'm so not bored! That's what we want! 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number. I've got I've got a really stiff neck. I did a terrible, terrible thing, and I, I'm, I can't say too much because uh, legal papers are going to be served... This legal papers are going to be, legal papers are going to be served this week. Right? I, I I went and saw my sister yesterday, uh, my niece and nephew, and they have got a trampoline in the back garden. And me being a cool uncle and a, and a crazy dad, I thought I'm going to have some of this trampoline action. Steady on, Kath, I'm doing a show. 
And uh, and um, so I got on the trampoline and there. Where are you going? That's not soy milk. Um, I got on the trampoline. Everything was fine until this morning. And I woke up with a bit of a stiff neck. And as the day has progressed, the the pain, I cannot move my neck. The pain has got worse and worse. I was, um, I had my kids a bit this afternoon. We had a really nice afternoon. They were at a football club, and then I picked them up, and we went out had a haircut. We went out had a haircut. I met the... Here's the thing. I met the guy that used to cut my hair from between the ages of about eight and about 16, right? Italian guy. He was one of the guys. He used to cut my hair on the Farnham Road in Marino's, right? And, and old man Marino is still there. I drive past it occasionally, and he looks exactly the same as he did in 1982, when Italy won the World Cup, right? And he, um, and he looks at, and this is one of his sons. And we went into, took the boys into a different barber's than the one we normally go into. And I said, to, I said, you used to cut my hair. But this, here's the thing: the guy that used to cut my hair, very stylish Italian. He looked, he looks like my age, but he was cutting my hair. How is that? But is this guy's like it's, he's like done a deal with the, the with Nicky Clark, the devil of hairdressing. It's that Mediterranean diet. It's something about it. He looked good, man. He looked good. Anyway, he didn't cut my boy's hairs, but the old man did. Right, who's the brother of the guy that used to is Marina. And he, uh, and he, I said, he said, what do you want? I said, because um, I thought cause it's hot. I thought we're gonna get it cut shorter than normal. Cause big bushes. So we're gonna get it shorter than normal. And um, I said, can you give him a number two at the sides and the back? And choppy on top, a little bit longer than mine. I'm not giving him a number two. Are you doing the voice? Oh God, yeah, yeah. But well, they're, they're, they'll be listening. I'd be rude not to. I'm not giving him number two. Number two, British boy haircut. I'm not giving him number two. I was best friends with Renata. You know Renata? Is it Renee Renata? Yeah, I was best friends. He came to my house once. He ate three Parma hams. In one night, singing till eight in the morning, he died. Went to move to Australia. He died at 69. I think it was too much of that. This is in front of my boys. No. I think it was too much of that. I'm not giving them number two. I do it with scissors, yeah? I went, this is clearly out of my hands. He was lovely, right? It was great. It's not anyway. I went, this is clearly out of my hands. You do whatever you want to do. I'm sure it's going to be a great haircut. And they were really smart. That thing you get with little boys, really smart haircuts, particularly my eldest, very strong side party. 30 seconds, it's all over the place, of course, as, as it was with me. Um, and he, he did, uh, 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 and, and the boys loved it, and they got their hairs washed in the barbers, which they haven't had done before, and so they loved the thing of having their head back and having it done and being pampered. It felt, gro- felt grown up, felt very, very grown up. I'm not giving them a number two! Hey, and he kept, he kept, I, I heard so many stories about Renata from Rene and Renata. It was incredible. Um, and, uh, we had very, very smart haircuts. This is Marino in Windsor, guys. If you want to go, smart haircut. One thing I will warn you though, is he, he got, um, cutthroat razor to just shave the hairs on the back of the neck, right? And then when we, we went out to have some food, I said, what's on the back of, and he cut, <laughs> cut the back of their necks with a cutthroat razor. It's like a couple of little nicks, but you know, it was blood and stuff. But um, it they was, didn't notice. No, they, they didn't notice, and they loved it because it felt like because the, the place they used to go to 
it's quick in and out haircut quick literally five minutes right and i've taken them to my barbers before and it, they get a good 30 35 minutes it's pampering and it feels very grown up and it's quite you know play loud rock music in there but the queue there was too big so we went to this and it was it, again it felt like another kind of grown up and they're just getting to the ages now six and a half and eight and a half where they're not they're not really that fussed about the way they look my youngest sometimes wants to wear his jeans but they're not really that fussed but they're just starting to appreciate that getting your haircut is is actually about how it's not just a functional thing. It's about how you look and it, you can improve the way you look by getting a decent haircut. So they, they've just the last two haircuts they've had, including the one today, big grins of, yeah, I'm looking all right. Um, <laughs> I'm looking all right. You know, you go, do you like it? Yeah, they, they look very, very pleased with themselves. So it was it was great. But it's a long time since and we'll go back there but it's a long time since i've had um you know very you let me do your hair now so whoa no i'm uh, i trim your beard i said no I'm, I'm letting it grow out a little bit okay once renata he had five big sausages in one go no <laughs> i think he means like the big sausages in one go so i learned a lot about um renata and i learned a lot about so oh three four four um, don't you think you should apologise for that shagapony soundbite going out twice during the news? Who's who's asked? Who's Is that a... from Nicholas Witchell? <laughs> um, Penguinland. Um, are you are you an absolute idiot, Penguinland? How much of a cretin? How much of a cretin are you, Penguinland? No. I'm not going to apologise, because if you notice, it didn't go out in, during any stories of, like, murder or anything like that, because I'm not an idiot. And secondly, it's not saying shag a pony. Shag a pony. It's not saying shag a pony. Pervert. You, where is your mind going to, you sick, sexual, deviant penguin land, where do you think that that woman is saying shag you're the one, even though you put asterisks in, you're the one that's used the phrase shag a pony. Not me, not Catherine, and certainly not the psychic we had call up earlier on. Shag a pony. So, no, I will not apologise for that shag a pony soundbite going out brackets twice during the news. But you will apologise to me, to Catherine, to the psychic, and to the listeners of Talk Radio for your absolutely foul language and online bullying that you're doing i've got mental health issues that you are exacerbating i pulled a muscle good evening Stu. hello ian hi cafe again hello um i'm normally a podcast listener but uh, i'm listening live for the first time tonight um, is it really the first time you listen live yeah, uh, the reason being, uh, tonight's my first day of filling out a radio diary. Oh, bloody! Oh, flippin' heck! We should be on our best behaviour, quick! Go, go. Nice. Yeah, I thought, be nice. I thought I'd better um, call in, oh, let you know I'm listening. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. C- how many calls did we have in the first hour? Uh, seven. So this is our eighth call of the night? Yes. Hey, Stu, on Mondays, um, our eighth call of the night wins 250 quid, so congratulations. Oh, brilliant. Um, See, as a podcast listener, I wouldn't know that. No, you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't know that. No. So, yeah. so, what, so what's going to happen is, um, if you fill in the Rage Our Diary, you know, and mention us, mm-hmm. all three hours, all, how long do you have it for, a week or two weeks? Uh, just, just the one week. Oh, if you mention all three hours, 
Monday mm-hmm. to Friday, then who who knows? You might get a nice little envelope. That's interesting. Well, I do have. I, you I mean, don't I win do, anything. I do have a few notes. Oh, um, <laughs> he's got notes. <laughs> oh no! Go on, mate. What have you got? Well, when when's Cadicon? Well, that's quite a question, isn't it? <laughs> do we? Is this is this a trick question? Do we do if we say oh he's on next, do we do we lose your vote or or, or do we gain it? I just don't know how to please people. Well, well uh, when I listen, he's a good ten percent of the show, and I mean so far tonight it's it's not been good. Oh, big disappointment. I'm laughing only because I'm scared. Stu, tell us what you want, buddy. Listen, you've got the Rage Our Diary. You are the king of this show for the whole week. What have I got to do? If you want me to talk politics, I'll talk politics. If you want me to not mention oh, politics, no. I won't mention it. If you want me to get with the Beach Boys on, I can do... What do you want, Stu? I will do anything you want for for, well, for your three hours, five days, ticks. Well, I wasn't too pleased hearing Farage, but um, mm. not much we can do about that. Um, well, I don't want to dredge up the past, but uh, I hear there might be an Andy Kaufman t-shirt going. There might be a, well, an Andy Kaufman T-shirt going. Yeah, you got it, buddy. It's yours. It's 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 horrendous. It bloody is not. It's lovely. It's it is horrid. By the way, this bit can't go in the podcast because if Ofcom or Rage are hear this, we are all in really, really big trouble. Right. Really, this is this goes against all of the rules. Mm. Really big trouble. So what do I get for not putting in the podcast? You get. Increase rage our figures and pride in your work for crying out loud. And um, two hundred and fifty uh, quid. No, I tell you what, I will get for you. You'll get a shanty pony. Oh, always wanted one of them. Stu, if you stay on the line, Sam's going to take your deets. That's short for details. And um, uh-huh. then tomorrow you are going to get sent in the post. It'll take a couple of days to come. I bring it in tomorrow. You're going to get sent um, uh, an unwanted. Wow. Andy You're Kaufman. Send it. Well, I don't want it. I was going to chuck it. I was here's the thing. I was gonna after well, I mentioned it, I was gonna wear it in the next day, but it's just so against my style that I just couldn't. I Your could, style being what? Not having too many words on my chest. Mm. Now you might like having lots of things splattered all over your chest. I don't know. Don't push this it. Is true. <laughs> don't push it, mate. But I like to keep my chest quite quite clear. I mean, I've heard about your grooming. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, I, I shaved, um, I shaved um, my uh, testicles again the other day. God. Oh, good, good. Do you want some of that? Nope. Okay, right, Stu, stay on the line. Sam will take your details. And we'll really? Get really? What? You're actually going to send it? Right, hang on a minute. Put him, hang on, Sam, put him back through. Put him back through. Actually, that's my T-shirt. If you don't want it, I should get it back. Well, no, it's not. It's a gift. Well, unwanted, Stu, you've, you've caused more problems than you solved, Stu. Well... I mean, I could just say I listened to Julie Hartley Brewer all week. Come on, Why Catherine. Why would you do that? Catherine, come on. This is I mean, my that's... job. This is my career. That house that I can't really afford. You could be... You sounds like a good guy. It's one of the good guys. Yeah. It's a fun guy. I'm just trying, to, just trying to do the right thing. Stu, Stu, I can't give you that T-shirt. Um, my friendship is more important than my job and, and, and my kids being well-fed, so... I'm afraid you're, you're going to have to mark in the radar. You're going to wear listen it. To, you're going to wear it. I'm, I'm going to be wearing the T-shirt tomorrow, Stu, and you're going to mark down that you've you've you've, you've listened to Julia Hartley Brewer. I'm, I'm I'm really sorry to let you down, mate. That's all right. Well, you've got four more chances. So. <laughs> She's not laughing. Okay, let's go to a break. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee 
on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If you're watching on YouTube, we've just turned the cameras off a bit because because it was getting quite tense during. Um, and why? Why was it getting tense? Because because you, you you've got the right cob on. Um. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian. Shagapone. Shagapone. How would you like to be executed? Flipping egg. Um, no, thank you. No, no, but uh, you... Oh, you mean in what form? Yeah. Um... Orgasmatron. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it in um, Barbarella. That's how they went. Um... In, in, in biblical times... They used to stone people to death. It doesn't, so, doesn't mean what you think it means. Yeah, so if, if you've got a cocktail of drugs sort of thing... Trust that, me, I had, a, I had a really good go at it for about 15 years and I, I, I just couldn't couldn't get that right cocktail. Yeah, but it, if it was right to execute you, I think that would be quite a, a, a decent way to go, don't you? A drugs overdose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Is there, well, they say that, that drowning is the most pleasant way to die, but I don't know how they know that. Who do they speak to? Mermaids? <laughs> they wouldn't drown you, moron. No, but they would... Well, you can't drown when you're in the presence of a mermaid. No. So I just don't know... I don't know, George. I, I'd like to... Um, I'd like to be shot in my sleep. Would you? Yeah, while I'm asleep, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I want to add another class of people to execute uh, yes. pe- people that, that call yeah. into to radio stations every evening. I, I, oh, I, 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 I think they should be added. Let's, let's, <laughs> oh, Jesus, sorry. The, no, the neck. I nearly saw them flipping it. Oh, I was just gra- grabbing a pen to write down the name Stuart from Stanmore and then... Uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got of I don't like it. I should go back home. Some <laughs> more, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, very good. Thank you. It's not bad, is it? It's not bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. I think, but yes, we should we should we should execute um, people who phone up uh, phone-in shows. We should also execute phone-in show hosts. There we go. That makes it. Um, I can't <laughs> wait for a robot phone-in show host. That's what we want. Well, we need a robot something. Um, everything is playing round in my mind now to 33 years ago, and to, yes. to, to, tomorrow is the 33rd anniversary. I'd yeah. prophesied great things to happen on July the 10th, 1985. And they didn't? They didn't, but it was the day that the, they sunk the Greenpeace ship, the, the Rainbow yeah. Warrior got sunk that day, and that was one of my pseudonyms. I used to pretend to be worried about things, so right. I was the Rainbow Warrior, and they sunk the Rainbow Warrior. Right, but so what's your prediction for tomorrow night, then? Because that won't come true either. I haven't got a prediction for tomorrow oh, Well, that night. might come true, then. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm looking forward to, to Friday, and then... The launch of the Wonder Party, and I, 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 I'm getting a, a, a postcard together that, that is going to be a really good one, I think. And uh, on, on the back of it, it's going to say the Wonder Party, looking forward to a, a Brexit, to the leisure and pleasure-oriented, emerald rainbow, wise 
Wonder Island. Gosh, that's a long postcard. Yes. No, Can you not just write, wish you were here, miss you, mum and dad? No, no, there's, there's just imagining a future where Wales, Ireland, Scotland and England Wise. come together and become part of the, well, become yeah. the Emerald Rainbow Wise. Dear God, are you, have you not seen the news tonight, George? The whole, the, uh, the whole th- deck of cards, the whole house of cards is collapsing around our ears. There's, the, the, there's not going to be, un- there's not even unity in the government, let alone England, Scotland, Ireland and Wales. No, no, but that's, for, for, for me, it's all lovely to, to see it all falling apart. <laughs> because I think what I'm, I, I, I do suppose that I've been shown the future. And I, I, I do suppose that the people of our islands will come together and, 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 uh, and lead yeah. the way to, 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 to a world of wonders. Well, right? yeah, and the, uh, the bank of the Brazilian wonders. And, uh, it's a nice idea. It ain't going to happen. It's, we're going to get more and more fragmented, and then they'll. Uh, no, it is. It uh, is going to happen. No, it's not, George. No, it not. is. Okay. All right. All right. It's, hey, it's going to happen. I look forward to it. I can't wait. Yeah. Well. It, it, but you've bullied me into saying it is because I don't believe it will. That's okay. You. you, you, you have you got right so far? Um, quite, quite a few. Give me one. Probably over, 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 over the years. Uh, my, my best one was with, with, with uh, Peter Cook. Yes. Uh, when, when we were watching the snooker final. Um, you predicted Den- who was going to win the snooker final? No, no, no. It was better than that. Oh. It, it was uh, De- De- Dennis... Taylor against Steve Davis and in the morning I said to Peter this is going to go to the very last frame and Dennis Taylor is going to win it on on the black in in the last frame and that will be the only time in the match that he will have been ahead and that is exactly what happened. But when have you made a prediction that's, that's counted? And matters. Well, that counts. Come on! It blew Peter's mind, and and, yeah. and uh, at that point, Peter really thought that I was uh, a prophet, and and uh, I thought I was a prophet as well at that time. But but since then, I, I've become an apprentice prophet, okay, and, and I, right. I'm quite happy to be an apprentice prophet. And, All right, George. Listen, I've got to move on. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Jasmine. Good evening, Jasmine. Uh, good evening, Ian. Hi. Hi. Good evening, Jasmine. Hi there. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, are you okay? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. swimming. What? <laughs> Pardon? Pardon me? Hello? i and I'd like to be killed by that electric chair because I think it smells nice. Oh, God. <laughs> that very that macabre. Made me, that made me laugh. I can't laugh. God, it's such pain. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the eyes come out very nice. Oh God, you all right, Jasmine? Yeah, I like that. All right, so may I tell you a joke I've written by myself today? Um, please do. <laughs> okay. Um, it's about the weather. 
it goes like, what kind of rain comes from somewhere else? What kind of what? Do you know the answer? Well, hang on, what was the question? I didn't know the question. What? What kind of rain comes Re- from somewhere else? What kind of rain? Rain. 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 What yes, kind of rain? Itself. What kind of rain comes from somewhere... At, at, do you do drugs, Jasmine? Okay, what kind of rain? You okay, hon? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it comes from somewhere else. Yeah, okay. Um, is, is that the punch? What's the punchline? Um, it's for rain. Foreign. 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 <laughs> I would suggest writing jokes um, um, in your own language. <laughs> I would say don't, don't open with it. Mm, no. Tell I asked a question. Tell us a joke in your own language. Um, I only know naughty ones. Well, if it doesn't matter, as long, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. We we won't know. Who cares? Go on. <laughs> Is this German? Sorry. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, man. What you got? Uh, Shaggy Pony. There we go. Um, then uh, just um, a report on uh, with your not too recent um, bird attack. Yes. There's been a bit of um, yeah. seagull getting going on around, uh, around my street. Recently. Yeah, I've heard about this. A lot of seagulls um, attacking. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, they were specifically. Uh, I've had this problem in the past, but uh, this yes. time it affected the entire street. Yes. But it was it's just a, a baby seagull. I'm assuming they're. Uh, they're nesting at the minute or what have you, but just just been walking up and down the street over the last couple of days. So anybody walking up my Warwick Street, uh, not Warwick, yeah, yeah, Warwick Street, um, has generally been swooped and um, and well. You can pu- you can punch a gull, you can punch a gull. I would punch a gull. Well, from, Big birds. From what I've seen, they, they, they've uh, they've showed a, an alarming amount of restraint in comparison to the uh, the owls. They, they kind of swoop right to the points just before contact. Let out uh, a large, um, I don't know, what, what, chirp or what? Do I, I don't know. I, I, I don't a know. Shriek, shriek, a seagull shriek. Yes. Um, and then just fly off. Um, um, I'm assuming you have uh, both independently um, muted me at some point on Twitter, but I did send a video through to yourself, copying in the um, the Radio Five guy who's done the okay. staircase. Uh, no, well, I hadn't I, muted you, but do you know what? I think I, I think I'm going to now, Pablo. Thanks. I hadn't. I have muted some of the listeners, but I hadn't. But now I'm going to, just because I didn't respond to yours. I'm oh, Jesus. This is why I'm off Twitter. This is why I'm off Twitter. I'm off it, and I'm only tweeting. I didn't even check it that much this weekend. It's deleted from my phone, um, and um, Kath has blocked the Twitter website and Facebook, and I can't download new apps to my phone. It's and, and the first few days it was like flipping it. It is amazing i was so all my phone can do now is phone calls texts youtube and uh, uh, uh and emails whatsapp and uh whatsapp yeah and i've blocked a few other but not because i changed my phone number about f- four months ago hardly anyone's got my phone number um and i blocked digital spy and talk forum because i was i was enjoying them but i was enjoying them in a mean way you know um who wants to see an obese racist skinhead be mocked 
you know, in hilarious ways by people way more intelligent than him. I do, but it's not healthy for me. So, uh, so I block those. So what it means is when I'm out with my kids, my phone can't really do anything. So I'm present with my kids. And today um, I had to go into town to do a couple of bits and pieces and then I was going to sit and read for an hour then I was going to get my kids from football club and then take them for a haircut and treat them to a new game at the computer exchange and buy them some food and go out and my my phone was down to like one percent battery and I just thought I'm going to leave it in the car and I left it in the boot of the car and it meant I could go and I went and sat at the train station and read for an hour I got a bought coffee and just sat and read it's a brilliant book by Dan Rhodes um, and, and then I was with the kids and, and, and I couldn't even check my emails and I had some important emails I was expecting about the flipping house, but I've been expecting them all of last week. So I thought, I'm just going to leave my phone here. And it was great, man. It was great. And being off Twitter, I, 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 so I'm going to use Twitter now to plug the show and, um, speak to Limmy and, um, I'm, I, I might use it to approach a few people as guests because sometimes that's a really nice way of approaching and i've just been chatting to neil hamburger actually via dm um he's got a new album coming out uh, which we won't be able to play on this radio station uh, but sometimes it's a great way to get guests you can say because they can see who you are you can you know they can link to the rate they see that you've got a rate you've got a radio show but that's it that's it and i've i've not been drawn into this um Brexit stuff, not been drawn into this Boris Johnson stuff, you know, not been people, you know, calling. I just, I've just had none of it, and it's so much better, so much better. So if I ignore your tweets, I'm ignoring everyone's tweets, man. I'll see them at some point, but I ain't going to respond to them. Why would I respond to them? And Ollie, thank you, Ollie. Ollie has um, got in touch. After a politically heavy day, it's such a relief to turn into Ian Lee to hear him say, I would punch a seagull. <laughs> These are the matters that count, Ollie. Because, because, well, I punch you, Ollie, because technically there's no such thing as a seagull. They're just gulls. But they can steal um, Jack Russell's. They can pick up. There are accounts. There are accounts of them. This is absolutely true. Don't Google it. Cause just wait, you know, because the government likes to cover these stories up. But there are accounts of gulls sweeping into gardens, picking up Jack Russells, taking them to their nests, feeding them to their young. And then um, or sometimes some this was this was in the paper about a week ago. It was a small dog. I think it was a Jack Russell or a Yorkshire Terrier picked up by a gull. Went up, 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 up then just dropped it. <gasps> so they fell onto the floor. So all the meat came out. Oh, that's disgusting. All the meat came out. And then all the goals are going in there. Having a, having a bit of that. Dirty, dirty, dirty buggers. Is that because people aren't feeding him enough chips? I think so. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. the late night alternative on talk radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, 0344-499-1000, the switchboard is empty for the first time this evening, which is great, because it gives me time to talk about stuff. Several things. First of all, did you go and see The Cure at um, Hyde Park at the weekend? Because um, I've got a really important question. I'm Catherine and I are going to see um, uh, James Taylor and Paul Simon at Hyde Park this coming weekend. We want to know, are we allowed to take a picnic? Because I don't really want to b- spend £8 on a burger, because that's yeah. what it'll be. 
And a great big hot dog. Mmm, delicious. I'd probably get one of those anyway. But I, I'd like to take some um, nice little nice little picnics. I've got a picnic um, hamper now. Like, He's not afraid to use cool it. One. So are you allowed, I, or, or will they will they send me back thinking that I've got like a, an Exocet rocket launcher to um, so that when Paul Simon starts playing diamonds on the soles of her feet, I can use it to blow him up. Because I hate I hate, here's the thing. When he starts doing Gracelands, oh no, I'm going for I a dump. I love that stuff. I'm going for a dump because that's, that's what I come back from a dump. Because that's what I think about him. It's cultural appropriation. I'm surprised no one's called him out on that. What Graceland? Yeah, I'm going to Graceland. I'm going to steal the black man's music. That's what he's doing. Wow. That's what he's doing. In fact, he did get called out on that by the South Africans, and they should have called him out harder. But, but didn't he promote Lady Smith Black Mambazo? In, like, that's, an, that's another reason I'm be walking away. And then he did um, Rhythm of the Saints. Yeah, he did, he did two albums, two albums of the black man's music. And um, I thought there was so if, if we get there and it's like, oh, it's Graceland's uh, 40th anniversary, so we're going to play the whole album twice, then, yes. then yes, I, I wish I would have packed an Exocet rocket launcher. I don't know. You can't. You can actually get an Exocet rocket launcher before people start going. You can't. It's a missile that's on a plane. You, you know. You speak to some go some to the people. Right pub. You go to the right the right Russian pub. You can you can do that. Um. So yeah, I will. Um. I don't want to kill Paul Simon, but if I have to, you want to warn him off. If he forces my hand, I will kill him. If I've spent like 130 quid on a ticket, and all it is is Gracelands. Then I'm going to be even with a bad neck. I'm going to be cla- I'm going to be asking you for a bunk up, and I'm going to be clambering up on that stage, and I'm going to deck the the midget, deck the <sighs> deck the wiggy midget. Don't Decking. think you can say that anymore. All right, I'm going to punch the wiggy midget. What I don't know what the correct term is. Now we've got all this political correctness, but he's going to get a, a knuckle sandwich. He's going to get a traditional British welcome. Um, no chance of any backstage passes this time around, I suspect. Let's go. Oh, you mean for the... Co- All right, Barney. Yes. Hello, Barney. Hello. Hello. Did you go and see The Cure at Hyde Park? Uh, no. <laughs> could, could, okay. I didn't, know. Uh, okay, because I want to know if I can take a, 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 a... What do they call it? A packed lunch? A picnic. picnic. A picnic. Uh, uh, can you Google it as well? Just because I don't... Need, need flipping it. Yeah, so, really? I bought you a ticket, mate. The least you can do is look, see whether we can take our own food or not. Barney, what you've, you, you're on Britain's um, fastest um, audience shedding... Radio station. What can we do for you? Uh, well, I just uh, wanted to, uh, you know, put my bit, uh, uh, you know, put my little contribution in. To let's have it. Let's get, let's get, get, get. Uh, listen, your contribution is always a sound one. It's bigger than you think. It's not the size that matters. It's what you do with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Let me massage a bit. I've got warm hands. Maybe I'll make it a bit bigger. Oh, Rocket launcher, anyway. It's a rock. It's a. It's um. It's a weapon that um launches Exocet missiles. What's Exocet? Like Exocet, 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 Oh yeah, well I just wanted there was a couple of things actually, but with about the unexplained, have you, I just wondered if you'd ever been to the after party for the unexplained. <laughs> no, I'm not in at weekends, but I would love to. Why? What happens uh, there, Barnes? Um, well, lots of more interesting things really, like all the same kinds of weird and wonderful, yeah, outlandish, uh, you know, le- uh, what's the word? Less lesser. Mm. Ed, 
um, stories. All the all the really crazy theories come out, yeah. do they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great show. Howard Hughes is a brilliant broadcaster, and that show on's perfectly timed Sunday nights, 10 o'clock at night. I love it. Yeah, because oh. it's one till two is the uh, Rob Simone talk show on Resonance FM, and that's like the same kind of stuff. Okay, here we go. This is <laughs> But why don't you just come on and say you want to talk about Rob Simone? Who's Rob Simone? Uh, well, I don't know. Some a bit like how Hughes in a way, probably. I don't know. I don't really know that much. But just you know, he just hosts all interesting people, like a bit like how Hughes. All right, there we go. Rob Simone talk show. RobSimone.com. dot com. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we love all of that. We love all of that. Yeah, but I'd, yeah, I'd recommend that for anyone. Well, well, of course, everyone should be listening to Paul Ross uh, straight oh, after oh. Howard Hughes. But you can tape oh, Rob right. Simone oh, okay. and 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 listen to it um, when um, uh, Julia Hartley Brewer's on. Okay. There's, um, there's, there, that's un, that's the unexplained. Yeah. She got a job. Oh, okay then. Well, right. nice one, Barney. Oh, okay. Oh, have you got more? Oh well, yeah, actually, last oh. last week about the um. You know, down market callers. I just thought I might have an idea why they actually oh, yeah. have been uh, coming to talk radio, and I thought, yeah. um, you know, maybe you could it's kind of, yeah. yeah, just do Because the thing is, with talk radio, it's such a generic kind of yeah. name, you know, like the yeah. branding is like talk sport, talk, talk sport to talk, talk radio. Talk, like, talk, talk. Yeah, it's like, you know, like. Peter uh, talk wholesale kind yes. of yes. supermarket own brand version of radio and it's like it's not quite like the um the tesco economy range no he's right actually it is cath losing the will to live i'm so bored can someone say something interesting um, please all right uh, uh, thanks for calling money there we go no food, by the way. You can, apart from baby food. So we're both um, eating purees. You take some rusks in. <laughs> we're taking some. You can't take food in. No sealed bottles of water. Unbelievable, Paul Simon. You canny get. You canny, canny get. Um, don't forget. Well, um, uh, don't forget. You can buy my Paul Ross burgers. My, not Paul Ross. What's his name? Paul Simon. <laughs> but no, he's he's joined up with Paul Ross. Don't forget, I'm selling Paul Ross burgers. Um. And uh, I know someone who likes them. It's a guy called Julio, and I saw him down by the schoolyard. That's how it goes, isn't it? Oh, no. oh. Careful. Paul Ross is doing time travel tonight. Yeah. Can we get him in in a bit? Oh, yeah, he was in in the first hour. Talking about time travel. Do you get it? Oh, Can yeah. we get... When he's got a free minute, because I know he's busy. Can we get him in? Because I want to... I love time travel. I want to know what he's banging on about tonight. I love a bit of that. Oh, it's Paul, if you're listening, my love. When, when you're free, come in and uh, let us know what's happening there. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, he's normally on at one... He'll still be on at one o'clock, but Paul Ross is here. <laughs> um, tell me about this time travel guest you've got on at one. Well, there's a Horizon programme on tonight on BBC Two, which yeah. is fascinating, and I've got an advanced copy of it, and they've got a professor on it from Connecticut who genuinely believes time travel is possible. Yeah, it is. Uh, he wants to believe in it because, for a very emotional reason, but he's talking about wormholes, maybe using black holes, harnessing quarks and different kinds of quantum physics, yeah. going to parallel universes, yeah. but he's a confirmed academic, and he wants to go back in time because he lost his father at a very young age, 
and he wants to make that not have happened in his life now the qu- the philosophical questions alone yeah. in that are astonishing but the physics are, i mean and he's very good he's a kind of educator this guy they've told me yeah because we spoke to the kind of people at the university they said oh he's very good he'll lay it out very simply for you and they said and whether you believe it or not is then up to you yeah so i cannot wait to speak but, to but him. right because i'm obsessed with time travel movies right i mean someone are talking about doing a podcast about time because i love it have you read the heinlein short story by his bootstraps no you would love that make it it's robert um, what's his name anson what a weird middle name yeah anson, what's, what's it called it's called by his bootstraps right all right sound of thunder from ray bradbury that's yeah. a brilliant one as well right because it can't it can't work in this instance because his dad is dead so if it worked it means his dad would be alive and he'll never discover time travel because he won't need to exactly but also if if now if he's going to a parallel universe that's a whole different kettle of fish because yeah in a parallel universe his dad is alive and his dad's a woman and his dad's a but you know he's died a, so he, he can go to a parallel universe but then what's he going to do with him that's already in that parallel universe. Well, that's why you're meant not to kind of go back to a time when you were yeah. there. Yeah. So maybe he'll find. Because one of the other theories is you can go back, but only... Well, the two theories. One is you may be able to go into the future. Yeah. How that works, I've got no idea. Yeah. I've had that explained to me about four times. I'm yeah. none the wise, and my head starts to spin. Yeah. But going back into the past, you have to go before you were born, yeah. is what they're talking about. So we're talking about that on the show tonight, and oh, the usual old it. tosh. I don't care about that rubbish. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll give you his number. Get him on your show. What if he goes back in time and he's the, he killed his dad? What if he, what if back he is his dad? That's so. Boring. That's just dark again, Kath. You've taken us to a bad place. Paul, I think you've got to go and do a, <laughs> do a little pre-record. Thank you, Paul. Paul will be on at one o'clock. We'll, he'll come back in before the end of the show. But I just wanted to pick his brains. I love time travel. I love it. I know you do. I don't like this pain in this neck. I tell you, here's the thing. My neck is honestly, it's killing me. And um, and and that coupled with the fact I've forgotten how to sleep. The last. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. I've just not been able to sleep. I just can't. I can't sleep. I can't fall asleep. Listening to the most god-awful local radio presenter last night. Oh, gosh. And I just... I, not even that did it. Oh, God. I, I, cannot, I cannot fall asleep. And then if I do fall asleep, I'm, I'm waking up. Const- I'm having these terrible anxiety dreams. And it's all around buying this house. But... The other night I dreamt that my dad was back from the dead and was trying to put me in a mental institution and I fought him off. And then I saw my mum and she said, oh, it's terrible. Come, come with me. I'll keep you safe. And then she was dragging me towards my dad. A trick. And I was running. I was running really slowly. And all these people from my life were just coming out trying to get me in the mental institution. Constantly dreaming about um, uh, moving. Oh, it's just so. I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep and I just want to be able to turn my neck. That's it, guys. That's all I want. What's the problem? What's the problem with that, huh? I just want to sleep and turn my neck. What's wrong with that? For crying out loud. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. I had, um, I had muscles for my lunch. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of hard work for very, very little. What did you have them for? I was out with the boys. It's our tea. It's about half four, four o'clock, half four. And um, we stopped at this nice place in Windsor. Just uh-huh. sat outside. It was a lovely day. And they wanted pizzas. But then they saw for starters. They're, they're like into starters. I went, I don't want to get starters, really. And they said, mussels. And it was mussels in um, white wine and creamy sauce. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, do you know what? I'm not that hungry. I'll get mussels. These boys love pizza. I'll get mussels. And they can dig into the mussels as they want. Have they had them before? Well, this is what I thought they had. And then they came, and my eldest said, oh, I don't like the look of them. I said, you've had them before, haven't you? He said, no. I said, right, 
you told me you wanted these, so I assumed that you'd had them. He went, I've never... So he had one, and he spat it out. My mm-hmm. youngest loved them, right? The youngest was Wellington, so he's going so between... Does he also like eating his own bogeys? Uh, yes, he does. Of course. So he's going from uh, pizza to mussels to... He, he was in his element. But you have these mussels, and the, I don't get... Cause it, so there's this lovely sort of cheap, creamy sauce all over them, but it's all over the shells. Right. Right. The shells are open, though, aren't they? The shells are open, but it's all over the... So then you've got to get a fork, and you got to get... With a fork, you got to get this tiny little... This tiny little phlegm thing out and you and you eat it you know, and it's one of those meals where i think you use up more calories getting that bit out than you get from eating it so you're actually losing weight whilst eating it and it was real I, i'm eating it thinking this isn't unpleasant but then again it's it's not pleasant either it's it was just it's all right it's just it's just pointless it's like it's those little tasks food. they give, you know, like in, mon- in Monkey World, rather than just feeding them, yeah. they'll put the banana or the fruit inside something. A lady's that they have bum. To, no, what? inside like a hollowed out ball or something that they have to find. And that's that's what they've done uh, to you there. Yeah. Keep you busy. It was, I just didn't get it. I did not get the point of muscles. And I'm, I just, I wasn't satisfying, wasn't filling, a waste of eight quid. I spent the whole afternoon yesterday making a paella that no one ate. Oh, God, paella looks disgusting. Oh, it's so good. Actually, it, it's paella. Paella. But there's no, there's no, yeah, whatever, mate. I thought you could speak the lingo. Paella. Paella. Um, anyway, it was, it was, it was, it was a disappointing lunch. I've still got some paella in the uh, oh, fridge looks, if you want some. No, it looks flipping awful and I, uh, oh i treated myself to a banana split on sunday night did you uh the saturday night Cheeky. yeah i went to b- banana i went to have a banana split right because this is possible so i went and i and i went in big one of these big ice cream parlors i said i have a coke tap water and a banana split and i was fine i sat down all of them came drank some coke down the water finished the banana split and as soon as i finished it i, I went to um I parted my cheeks to break wind. Oh, my God, Ian. I stopped immediately because I, I, I sensed danger. I sensed danger. I went to the bathroom and I had the... And I don't... I'm not saying this for a cheap laugh, right? But... But it was like pebble dash. I had the runniest... Uh, it was awful, right? Was I poisoned by them? Can it happen that quickly? No, I don't think so. Well, hang on a minute. You, you don't think so? No, it takes a while for it to digest. I hadn't eaten anything else that day, right? Probably because you were sickening for something. No, oh no, actually, I had eaten. I'd, I'd had omelette and chips earlier that day, um, from that calf. No, 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 it wasn't that because I felt all good, right? I think surely because if you put Novachuk, 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 the poison that's killed yeah. the, uh, this unfortunate lady, right? And and there's a guy ill and the, 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 the Novachuk. Right, just a drop of that on your skin. They I, and I heard this from an expert, so this isn't even made up. Like most of this rubbish is, a drop of it on your skin is absorbed within five minutes. You're ill. Yeah. Right? So the same could be said for either dirty preparation services for for a banana split, or I think it was the water. I think it was a dirty glass because she was cleaning out with the tap. She was cleaning out like a big. You know, like those sort of big bleach bottles. Mm. Like she was cleaning that out, and then she just used that to get my water. So I suspect it was that instant. 
but that was highly processed waste that you passed so that's been in there a while no 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 it what i'm saying is that the chemicals in the poison that i had taken i'm not suggesting for a second i had an overchuck right but it 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 just broke everything down in my body immediately just broke everything down straight away straight away it was broken down and um it left me in a very 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 uncomfortable fragile americans say fragile but it's fragile state well i'm no doctor i know so, anymore. We're, we're, so, so i but i would suggest that it would have had to be in your system slightly longer than two well, minutes let, let's I, i'm let's ask the listeners oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand um let's go to Corey. good evening Corey. hello hello Corey. hello right why are you okay hello Corey. hello yeah, hello Corey. why can i ask why you're using a pseudonym with, uh, without to talk repeat. about to talk about my uh, friend. Okay, then let's talk about that. Go on then. Uh, my friend's mint. Your friend's what? Mint. Mint. Yeah. Okie dokie. His name's Gary. Okay. All right. All right. I thought this was Gary. Okay. This is this isn't Gary. This is Gary's friend. I'm a bit upset at the moment. Ian. He's just a bit upset. Okay, why, why, well, okay, well, um, okay, well, what would you like to say? Um, that he's just upset, and I don't know what to do. Well, um, you could take the drugs away from him. Yeah, he's not even on drugs. Is he not? No. Well, I we just had a bit of drink. Yeah, I suggest you. I suggest you. You take him upstairs and you get him into bed. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing. You like Willie's, you? Right, I like Willie's. Right, there you go. That's. I noticed that that, that that Gary's on Twitter saying he's suicidal, and um, um, and people are kindly giving him advice and suggest not advice suggestions of you know the number for the samaritans which we'll give out in a second um and so when Ga- so gary's name number came up on the screen and name flashed out that's why i thought it was a pseudonym because they sounded very similar Corey and gary in in their accent and um when i try and offer some kind of contact with someone um, I get told I like willies. Yeah, and did you hear what Gary said in the background? Minge. Okay. Classy. Well, Gary, um, I'm making the decision. You're blocked on Twitter, and I don't think this show can offer you any support anymore. We've tried, man. We've tried. We've tried. We've tried. And I consider it a personal failing that we have been unable to um, to connect in a way that I like to think we can connect. Um, So I'm going to block you on Twitter, mate. I'm going to ask you not to call this show anymore. If you do call the show, your call won't be answered and you won't get on the air. I don't know about the rest of the shows. That's not up to me, but you won't get on my show. Here's one number that you can call and they will never turn you away. And this is for anyone. This is the Samaritans. They are free. I have used the Samaritans myself um, a handful of times when I've been at my lowest 
and they have been absolutely incredible. Not for, they're not for everyone. Not, I've had a few people email me saying, well, I tried the Samaritans and it didn't do it for me. Hey, that's cool. It's just a suggestion. The number for the Samaritans is it's really simple. 116123. 116-123. Dead simple. It's free. It may take a few rings to get through. Um, they're volunteers and they can't give you advice, but they cannot hang up on you either. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Man, my shoulder is... Uh, it's not my, I don't know if it's my shoulder or if it's my neck, but something uh, something ain't working. I had ice on it. It's supposed to be ice on for the first 48 hours and then heat. So I'm going to get some heat. That's what I need in this weather is heat. <laughs> That's what I need is heat. Um, a wolf whistling at women could soon be a hate crime. 
Um, says Ian Jury, the Home Affairs editor. Police chiefs are looking at recording misogyny as a hate crime, including incidents of men whistling at women. Forces are being asked to consider the case for monitoring sexist abuse and harassment. It means misogyny, defined by police chiefs as behaviour targeted towards a woman by men simply because they are a woman, would sit alongside crimes where victims are attacked for their race, religion or sexual orientation. This is all kind of written in the way as if to go, isn't this crazy? I'll tell you why I'm reading this in a minute. Cause, uh, if agreed, abuse directed at women would be treated more seriously than comparable crimes against men and could even lead to tougher sentences in the courts. Misogynistic incidents will include harassment in the street, verbal abuse, unwanted physical approaches, taking photographs without consent. <laughs> that, that, that's not a crime already? <laughs> what? That, I, I'm laughing because it's like, why? That's obvious. Or sending unwanted text messages. Um, uh, Nottinghamshire Police began trialling the scheme in July 2016 and were followed by a handful of other forces. Um, now recording misogyny as a hate crime could be rolled out across all 43 forces. Um, um, anyway, I'll tell you why. Because I, I, there, there'll be some, there'll be some people going, "Well, this is ridiculous. What's wrong? What's wrong? If you're a woman." Um, Surely you love a good old wolf whistle. And you'll get lots of female commentators, possibly, uh, you know, just people who, who work at this station going, I love a good wolf whistle and it makes me feel like a woman and it, there's nothing wrong with it. And there's the Liptard Cuck PC Brigade when there are far more important issues. This is just to, to detract us from um, Brexit. Well, I have a woman here who doesn't speak for all women. She speaks for herself. What do you reckon, Kath? I reckon... I've been in situations where I've decided not to walk down one side of the street because I was worried about what might happen if I walked through a group of men. Yeah. If I don't have to feel like that ever again, that's great. i tell you why it's on my mind, because I, when I was sat having these muscles with my boys, we sat outside in Windsor in the, the, the main street. It's called Pescott Street. I think that's the high street. Well, no, the high street's the high street, isn't it? And so we sat there. And... Um, there was some weird there was there, behind behind us or opposite us there were some like a couple of charity shops and there were a couple of weird noises came from them and and my youngest went oh what's that weird noise and I, I couldn't see anything but then um i heard a definite it wasn't a wolf whistle but it was it was a banging on glass and something like there we go and i looked up and I saw above the charity shops, there was some scaffolding in the shop. So they were doing, you know, building or decorating. And there were two blokes, early 20s, topless paintings. So I saw them, clocked them. So I looked around and looked over to the left and walking, you know, just down the street was a young lady, late teens, uh, cut off cheeks, short shorts and a tight top. And they were doing it at her. And I thought, flipping heck, that's a very... Oh, that's an old fashioned. People, my thought was, people still do that. Mm-hmm. People still bang on windows and do. Urgh! And it wasn't quite oi oi. It, it was it was designed to get you know someone to look a young lady to look around. I thought people are still doing that. And these two blokes up in this thing were pissing themselves. And I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for this woman. I don't think she noticed it. That, that actually isn't important. I don't think. But she she, she probably noticed. did notice it. She might have done. She might have done. Um, I was embarrassed when my boy, my boys didn't clock it. 
But I was embarrassed for my boys to see um, toxic masculinity being played out like that, you know, literally yards from us. They didn't spot it. They were um, one of them was reading a book on how to make squishies. Squish. Oh, right. He got bought a book on, went by comics, and he ends up with a book for a tenner on how to make squishies. So we've bought lots of sponges, and I've had to order some bouncy paint. What's this paint called? It's special paint. I don't know. Uh, I've had to order this special paint on, um, I've typed in amazing instead of Amazon. Um, there's a special paint, which I, Robert and Ray, I'll come to you in a minute, I promise. Let me just um, see what this paint is called, because it's going to annoy me. Um, oh, it's not got the thing. Anyway, so so he's so that my beautiful eldest son has got this reading this book on how to make squishies. Can Daddy, do you know where we can buy sponges anywhere? So there's a sh- Robert Dias just there. We'll get you some. And my other son was alternating between mussels and pizza. And these two, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I remember once when I was 18 coming into London and we were driving for the first time. I wasn't driving and we leant out of the window. Cheer up, love. And my mate was driving, went into the back of a van. And I remember doing it, and I did it, and we thought it was funny. We thought it was funny. We didn't think beyond our own, you know, laughter. We thought it was funny. The question is, why is it funny? Because you know it's a bit out of order. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was wrong. Totally, totally wrong. And I cringe with embarrassment. And, and, and seeing them doing it, I just think, Jesus, people are still doing that. You know, still. I think that's the only time I've ever done it. To woman. I, 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 you know, I was embarrassing my kids the other day as we were driving around to go to their cousins, just, you know, d- driving down busy streets and leaning, and just opening the go, good afternoon, sir. And my boys are in the back going, oh, dad, stop it. I'm going to do it to anyone in particular. Good, good afternoon, sir. But to, 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 I don't know, maybe there's a similarity in that. I don't know. Um, It's never one bloke. It's never one bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one woman. It's always a bunch of blokes. Yeah. So that to me suggests you wouldn't do it if you're on your own because you know that yeah. it's not fair. Yeah. I, I told you when I was walking down the, the North London, going to the gym with my wife. I think we were married at the time. And we had to walk through a group of builders, right, to get to the gym. About six of them. And, as, and my wife was going first and I was slightly behind her, but we were together. And one of them nudged a couple of his mates and did the, have a look at that. And they started staring at my wife's arse. And I could have left it, and I didn't. And I went, I steady on, fellas. That's my wife or my girlfriend. I don't know what it was. That's a steady on, fellas. That's out of order, something like that. And they started having a go at me. Of course they did. Because I was like a queer or whatever. Because they're in a pack. Yeah. And very quickly, I mean, I was out of my depth. They could have battered the crap out of me. But I kind of sense it wasn't going to turn violent. It was just going to get aggressive. Steady on, fellas. Yeah, that's out of order. Hey, we're doing, we're doing what? I said, no, you won't, effing won't do what you want. You'll have a little bit of respect. And um, as we're walking further further away, and they're still shouting at me, and th- th- this is the greatest put-down I've ever had, and I had no comeback from it. He went, why don't you get, why don't you F off, Glenn Miller? I've never known why he's called me Glenn Miller. Didn't you have an army jacket on? No, it was green. I don't know if it was army. Well, it was- Glenn Miller They're had... not massive detail fans, these guys. I didn't realise that they were big band fans, <laughs> but they seem to know Glenn Miller. I once told, there was a bloke, two blokes opposite, on the opposite side of the road, and I was walking to my friend's house. Really early in the morning, this is as well, so I don't know where they'd been, but I suspect they'd not been home all night. And um, walking over to my mates, me, I had a picnic basket. Going, we were going out for the day. These two blokes, all right, sexy. And I don't know where it came from. But I found myself jettisoning the word winker over the, yeah. over the other side. Because I just thought, 
piss off, you know, how dare you? But anyway, he got violent. Really? Yeah, he threatened to come over and batter me. Straight really? away, yeah. Straight wow. away, straight away. Because I'd embarrassed him in front of his him. friend. His friend was wetting himself. No, you you don't, you don't, you can't, you can't shout out. You can't. The wolf it's whistle. It's the fact that they expect to shout something out and you have to just take it. And the wolf whistle, the reason there's, there's still an affection for it, although I haven't heard a wolf whistle in years. <whistles> That's a wolf whistle, isn't it? It's because it's like very carry on, very 70s, very Sid James as a, as a you know, as a 55 year old man and a 20 year old woman. <whistles> And so we kind of got this 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 affection for it as as a nation, but like it's, it's some sort of appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it it's it's wrong. And any anybody that comes on and defends it, be they male or female, they can only speak for themselves. They can only speak for themselves. As someone who would, you know, you'll get men going, well, I wouldn't mind it if if a load of women did. That doesn't happen. A load of women are not going to gang up and overpower you. And then someone will say, ah. But what about women when they go and see male strippers? That's a whole different. Someone will say that. Someone will say that tomorrow. That's a whole different kettle of fish. That's a whole. Those anyway. people, those people are professionals, and they they want you to do that. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. I just think that they, they can't. And Robert and Ray, I promise it will come to you in a second. They, 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 you, you, yes, you, as a woman, you may find it, you know, flattering, and there will be. I'm sure Julia will argue this tomorrow. Well, that's great for you. I've laughed about it on occasion. Yeah, yeah. That's great for you as, as as an individual, but but there are a significant number of of women and girls and schoolgirls. I've seen I've seen truck drivers uh, shouting out at schoolgirls. There are a significant number of people for whom it is really unpleasant. At, at, at best, it's unpleasant. At worst, it is it's a complete invasion and a degradation, and is a, is a verbal assault. Yeah. So. And he, I think it's another case of. And please forgive me, um, men, for saying this, but it's time for you to listen rather than to talk. There we go. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, I, as a 40-year-old woman, um, get tense when Ooh. I walk through a big group of blokes. I would prefer they don't say anything to me. Can I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say something as a friend? Yeah. First time you've said you're 40. No, it's not. I say it all the time. No, you don't. Of course I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No secret, you say I'm flipping 60. Well, I thought you were 40 on your next book. I thought no, you were 30. 40. Are you actually 40? Yeah. Oh, mate. I'm nearly 41. Oh, I thought you were 39 coming up to 40. Uh-uh. Wowzers. Uh-uh. I need to... Uh, in light of our recent conversation, I need to trade you in for a younger producer. Well, there's plenty of them. Take your pick. Gosh, that backfired horribly. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. You can listen on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Let's go to Robert first. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, you all right? I'm very well. Oh, it's Robert, yes. Yeah. Can I just do a calibration check, though, on what you can say to women? No, you can't, Rob, for crying out loud. Well, no, it's not rude, but calf. Well, of course right? it's rude, because it's coming from you. Good luck. If you said, like, calf, right... You look really nice in those jeans. They really suit you. You're happy with that? Not wearing jeans. Well, if you were. I'm, I'm, I'm out of this, Rob. And uh, I'm going to tell you now, mate, you are totally out of your depth. You, you are really totally nice, out of your depth. You look really nice in those jeans. Suggests that you're looking at me in my jeans. What part would you be looking at exactly? No, that's it. That's my it. bum that's just a or my frontispiece. Are you looking at her anus or her vagina in the jeans? No, that, that, <laughs> I'm getting there. So if I said that, that's a compliment. But no, if I, said, I didn't like, say that. I said, I, did, I said that's weird. So next one. 
Or if I said, like, Kath, those Tesco value jeans you've got on, your ass looks right peachy, that's offensive, yeah? Because the Tesco value, but they fit your ass. Not like a bag of sand, I'm saying they look good. Kath? I told you, Rob. Listen, bag. this is not Verinda you're dealing with. This isn't Andre. This is this is a real live thinking human being. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. All I'm trying to do is educate the listeners and say to them, you know, you shouldn't say these things to women. No. So because you I'm and your George and Asda, your penis looks proper tiny. I wouldn't point that out because that'd be rude, and I don't objectify you. That would be lies, though. Everyone knows I'm blessed. Oh. Uh, Rob, your mum loves you. That's yes, important. Exactly. Thank, thank you very much for your call. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. Hello. Um, how I've got a new phone, so how am I on the muffled radar? You sound great. Sounds absolutely beautiful. Ah, beautiful. So I was going to call in again. Every time I call in, you then talk about something that gets me thinking about something else. So can I ask your advice on something that happened or that I did about 15 years ago with a, a, a young woman? Oh, um, and now I'm thinking, was I right to do it or not? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was walking to work. It was about 8 o'clock in the morning, like I said, about 15 years ago. Um, now, bearing in mind, hang on, let me stop you now. Yeah. Because haven't you asked us for our opinions before? Then when we've given them to you, you've told us <laughs> we were wrong. No. No. Okay. This, I must be thinking this, of someone this, else. No. Uh, well, only only on uh, films I've asked opinions. Okay, I go on then. I said you were wrong. Go on then. Uh, but, so, so I was walking to work, walking to the train station, um, and this is probably I'm pretty sure the answer to this is going to be, yeah, you were out of order, but let's see. Okay. Uh, I was dressed in a suit, but I don't know if that's relevant or not. Um, and as I was walking towards the train station, there was a lady or woman walking towards me. And I couldn't help but notice that she was very, very attractive. Um, she carried on walking towards me. I stepped onto the road uh, just so that she could walk past, and then I carried on walking. Um, but then I went about 20 or 30 paces further on and then thought she was one of the most beautiful women uh, that I'd ever seen. So I turned around and walked back and said, excuse me, and she stopped and turned around. And I said, I'm really sorry to bother you, but... And then I just told her, I just said, you're a very stunningly attractive uh, woman, and I just thought I should tell you. I said, I'm not, you know, trying to come on to you, and, and that's all I wanted to say. Have a lovely day. Yeah, and I think, I I think that's... Uh, well, 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 we can speak to a real-life woman in a second. My my my, my two-pennyth worth, which is worth nothing, is... Um, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's intimidation, man. That's out of order. But she, she Here we go, but, 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 I know what, let, I should have let Catherine speak first. Well, why should I speak? I know nothing. Catherine, and she's only, she, you can only give your opinion, of All course, right. you don't speak for womankind. Okay, it, it's kind of, um, I'm sure she was, I'm sure she didn't mind it so much, but I'm interested in your mindset. I, I don't really know, because I've never done it uh, before, never done it since. Also, what's it got to do with you, what she looks like? I know, I, I know, but it was just that, on that particular day, I, I've had no idea why I did it. You I gave her no your idea. approval. Well, no, I, I don't think that's the reason. I, I just, she was so stunningly attractive. Um, I don't know, I felt the urge to tell her that. Which, that, and I, listening to your conversation earlier, it does sound that I shouldn't have done it. I don't think you should have done it. Because she may have been cool with it, that's great. Supposing she wasn't cool with it. 
Yeah, true, yes. Supposing, supposing is, you know, and she may have seemed cool with it, that doesn't necessarily mean she I'm was, sure she was cool with it. she was taken aback. I'm sure she was taken aback by it. And the weird thing is, I, I, was, I was obviously in the police. I was, I was on my way into the, to be a CID officer for the day. Well, that doesn't, <laughs> that, you know, you know, <laughs> the, some of the stories we've heard about the police, that doesn't surprise me that much. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't it's at just, all. It's just interesting that it, it is all about you having to give her your approval. You would. Yeah. Why did you feel was, like you had to tell her? Like, I, I, well, I, I, well done, well done in those jeans. <laughs> I, I mean, jeans with a G. It, it, it wasn't what she was wearing. It wasn't anything to do with that. No genetics. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I suppose. Now, someone on YouTube's going, "Wow, a man can't even compliment a, a women anymore." Sad times. No, I, there is a difference between complimenting a friend or or a colleague, and again, it, yeah. And um, stopping a stranger in the stop, street. Then, then walking back yeah, 20 paces weird, and it? stopping a stranger on the street. There's a big difference, Network 23, if that is your name. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a big difference. And even um, a colleague, I, that's why I hesitated. A friend, I think it's okay to compliment. I, I don't know. I, I don't, let's not get into the categories of when it is or not. But no, I yeah. think... Um, I think following a woman to tell her that you think she um, she passes the Ray test, <laughs> which is what it is, which is what it is. I think that's I think that's um, intimidating. Yeah, I, I think you know as well because it's been playing on your mind. Well, it, it hasn't. I, I, I just literally thought about it because you brought up the subject of you know wolf whistling and, and everything, and I suddenly thought, oh, God, I wonder what they think about this. And I, I literally. Haven't, haven't really thought about it. Well, I, I, it was something I did once, never did it since. So I, I, I do actually think now, why did I do it? Mm. Because it's not something that I did sort of, you know, weekly or monthly or, um, or, or, or at all other than on that one occasion about 15 years ago. So it does seem a bit odd. I asked a girl out on a, tr- on a train once. But did you say, hey, <laughs> great jeans. Oh, well, uh, uh, <laughs> They're going to look better on my bedroom floor. I asked her out on a train, and I'm wondering if that was, um... It's different. You had a conversation with her, right? Yeah. But I'd seen her on a, I'd seen her on the train, and I fell head over heels in what I thought was love. And we went out for a few months, you know. It was, it was, she was a really nice girl. Occasionally, we, we, we have a little email just checking in. This was years ago. But, um, in light of this conversation with Creepy Ray, this, <laughs> it, it feels to me... The, the, a little bit creepy, me asking her. But do you know what? Part of it is about the way we were brought up, right? If you think about the romantic films of the 1980s, it was all about persisting until yeah, she gave yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all about the grand, quote-unquote, romantic gesture. Yeah, yeah. It was all about, she's, you know, she's going to pretend she's not into you because she doesn't want to seem desperate, but you've got to stand outside her house with your boombox on your head and all that stuff. Yeah. So well, It's called stalking nowadays. Well, it, well, it is. Do you know what? It's given us a bit of a twisted version of what romance is, I think. And no one, you know, some people are confused, but, you know, I think there's some things that aren't confusing. Right, thank you very much indeed. 03444991000 is the telephone number. What's wrong as a woman? I love it when a, when guys wolf whif- whistle. It means I'm doing my job and I'm feeling sexy. And anybody who disagrees with that is a lesbian. That's that'll be that'll be kind of the tone if this story gets picked up of tomorrow. It Actually, it's today's paper, so it probably won't. But I, I, I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it done. Uh, by by men and women um, going. Well, what's wrong? What's wrong with those guys? What's really what's wrong with us? Someone the people here know my life better than me. Didn't you ask her out on an escalator? Yes, I did. Asked her out on an escalator at the underground. <laughs> we went out for a few hours. It was nice.
344 499 This is the late night alternative. We've got another 30 minutes or so of this, this uh, nonsense um, before Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock. Oh, don't forget, podcasts are plenty. Podcasts are plenty. Uh, there is a best of podcast that Catherine puts together, a 30 minute little uh, teaser, which you heard a couple of our callers previously mention. Um, and that comes out sort of six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the evening every single day. And if we have guests, there will be two podcasts. Don't tell the squares that do the podcasts because they want us to do less podcasts. And instead we're doing no, no, no. They want us to do less. They actually want us to do less than the number that we're doing now. So we do at least five a week, sometimes 10 if we have guests. And they want us to do like one a week, which is significantly less. So... Um, I think you'll agree. So, so get them while you can before the suits um, squeeze uh, um, them out of us. Um, and if maybe you want to um, get rid of some of the podcasts you subscribe to and have uh, fewer podcasts in your feed, why don't you get rid of some, Mike Graham's one and all the, the other crappy ones and download this and also download the Rabbit Hole podcast that is a show that Catherine and I do that, again, the suits here, it's got nothing to do with them. But the suits want to take the rabbit hole off our hands. Nothing to do with them. I'm not being naughty. I'm not doing what Mike Graham did and giving the Twitter handle of the person behind that ridiculous coup plan. I'm tempted to, though. Uh, but they want to take the rabbit hole off us. They, 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 don't do them. Uh, they, they might, yes. And, and, and the day that they say, we, you're going to have to give us the rabbit hole, that's the day we stop doing it. <laughs> but shh, don't tell them. Um, so there's that. And this week it's going to be a special one because we're going to put out a little documentary that we made about me hanging out with Gary Glitter fans, which I think is I think is interesting. We did it a couple of years ago, tried to sell it, no one wanted to buy it, so we we'll can, let you have it. We're gonna let you have it for free. You can have it for free. A little thirty minute documentary, uh, which Kath, I, I went out and recorded, and Kath put together from hours of, of uh, audio of me hanging out with some Gary Glitter fans, and uh, I think it's really interesting. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative. With Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So I'm confused, right? I'm confused, and this story is only kind of like the the the, the, the tangent of it, right? So there was that story a little while ago, last year, of that model that was kidnapped. Except she wasn't kidnapped. It was all made up, and it was a story about her being kidnapped and being sold online as a sex... But she wasn't. It was all made up, and it went to court to prove that it was all made up. But then it turns out that it wasn't made up, because the fella did kidnap her, did try... And I didn't really follow that case as closely as perhaps I should have done, because my life was falling apart. But the fella did kidnap her, did try and sell her as a, a, a sex slave, I guess on the dark web, um, because he was found guilty and was sent to prison for it. And all the papers were calling her out as um, a liar and a fantasist. And a wannabe. Wannabe, just because she is, you know, an attractive um, model. And it seems to be that um, if people are attractive, we, we, we don't we respect their integrity a little less and particularly if they're an attractive person that takes off their clothes for whatever reason but does it in front of cameras and things which certainly you know even though a lot of these newspapers make their money from women attractive women who take off their clothes we they're obviously liars and they're fantasists and it's it's nonsense and 
when a story is as far-fetched as that has been attractive uh, model being kidnapped and sold on the well it's obviously nonsense they'll do anything for money those people um so i didn't see all of the big stories though and maybe i missed them saying it turns out it was true and we're really sorry and um she she was and this is the idiot that did it this is the bloke and i think i read one article but it was by no means as big as the other articles because it was everywhere doubt on it yeah I don't, I don't understand. And I, 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 I might have missed it because I must admit I haven't followed that story as as, as closely. I, 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 and and that's the thing. If I didn't look at the papers every single day, as I do for this show, go through the the, the tabloids every single day just to get the quirky, silly stories. If I didn't, all I would have had were the front page headlines about this fantasist woman who'd made up a story about being kidnapped. And a few years down the line, you and I would be going, do you remember that woman who faked being kidnapped? Oh, God, yeah, what happened to her? She was going to be sold on the dark web, wasn't she? I remember that. We were phoning about it five years down the line. If we hadn't been looking in the papers every single day, we wouldn't have get got the fact that she wasn't a fantasist. She was put through an horrific, hideous ordeal and then doubted by an entire nation yeah. for and months I, and the doubt was based on the fact that she allowed more pictures to be taken of herself and is that she what it gave was? interviews and things but this is someone who's trying to make a career for herself and had come through something and you know was quite a fresh-faced person yep, yep. she's 21 she's a kid i just think she was probably badly advised anyway here's a, a, a page 16 so it's an even number if you notice that they always put the, sto- the stories that aren't that important on the even numbers because no one looks at you. You've got a paper. You look to the right. That's why page three is boobs. It's not so yeah. much now. But that's why, because you look there. No one looks to the left. It's always to the right. Simple thing. So page 16, it takes up less than a third of the page. Chloe's Netflix. And there's a tiny picture of her in a bra. Kidnap case model eyes up new career. Model Chloe Ailing. Hang on a second. Kidnap case. <laughs> so not kidnap survivor. No. Model. Do you know what? I'm going to... Um, I'm, I'm tomorrow. I'm going to be in bed because I can't move. I'm going to read up on this young lady, and we'll, maybe we'll, we'll talk about her a bit more on tomorrow's show. And and because um, I'd be keen to know the actual inside of the story. So I'm well, remind me tomorrow. Send me a, a text. Remind me because I'll forget. I'm going to do a little bit of research about Chloe Ailing. So model Chloe Ailing is trying to recast herself as an actress after holding talks with TV giants. She's 21, man. So she's got the rest of her life ahead of her. The former topless model, um, that's irrelevant, isn't it? The former topless model. Isn't that funny? We're talking about wolf-whistling women. It's cultures like this. It's, you know, it's the page three, which I think that, I think the star still does. Let's remind ourselves that she was kidnapped and held for six days in a remote farmhouse. There we go. People um, filmed. The former topless model, 21, is now pursuing a different career. After her kidnapper, Lucas Herber, was jailed last month for 16 years. Since the conclusion of the trial in Milan, God, we're getting so much information from this, some of it irrelevant, some of it not. Mum of one, Chloe, has held talks with firms, including Netflix, about doing a film. Her agent, Adrian Sington, said, we've got a major meeting with a television company. It's not just Netflix. Chloe was lured to a photo shoot in the in the Italian city last year. Flipping heck, man. This paragraph. This paragraph. Once she arrived, 
She was drugged and kidnapped before being stuffed into a holdall and driven to a farmhouse near Turin. Herber, 30, told her lies about being part of a cult called Black Death, which planned to sell her for a quarter of a million pounds on the dark web. She was drugged with ketamine. Oh, that's a nasty drug. They're all, they're all nasty. Chloe managed to convince Herber to release her. The bizarre circumstances around her ordeal and Herber's lies that she was in on it to raise her profile fueled rumours she was lying. But his conviction and his brother, Michael's pending trial for his alleged part in the kidnap, quashed those rumours. Chloe from Coulsdon, South London, has ruled out posing topless again. What's that got to do with it? She's a 21-year-old woman. If she wants to pose topless again, good luck to her. If she doesn't want to, good luck to her. What's it got to do with me? That was her job before. She wants to go back to the job she was doing? Great. And if she doesn't, it's just... There have been rumours she has been dating David Walliams and is due to star in Celebrity Big Brother. She has dismissed both as untrue. Right. So what the story should read is um, a young woman laughed at by the press and accused of lying um, is attempting to rebuild her life after horrific kidnap and drugging event that went on for a week. That's the kind, that's what we should be saying. Young woman heroically tries to rebuild her life and start a new career after not only was she kidnapped and drugged and um, threatened with all kinds of horrible things, the um, British press laughed at her and called her a liar. And we wish her the best. That's what she said. What else have you got? You've got some stuff there about her, have you? Loads. I mean, it goes into detail about what happened at the farmhouse. Um, And apparently the the fact that he was given so much time reflects the fact that she could have died in the hold all at any time and she could have died with a ketamine overdose. So, you know... um, what she we... said she spent the first day and night handcuffed to the furniture crying. On the second day, Herbert asked her if she'd like to share his bed. Of course, she agreed, she says, because I'm not going to be, no, I want to stay handcuffed to the furniture. I would never object to something he wants me to do in that time because I didn't want to upset him or make him angry. He made it obvious he wanted her to sleep next to him. And I'm not going to say, no, I don't want to sleep next to you. Why would I be a bitch about it? Why would I be nasty to him when he is my way out? She said she only had one strategy to make him feel sorry for her, to make him believe that she was worth saving. And over the days, it was apparent that his feelings were becoming more tender. He would ask whether they might become a couple. I'd say in the future when I'm released. Then he'd well, get excited you, about it. You say whatever you have exactly. to, to survive, don't you? Of course you so do. So she made him believe that. Yes, obviously, I had no interest, but I had to play it as if I did. It was the only thing I had to focus on to get out. Then the story became even stranger. Herbert told Ailing, this is from The Guardian, by the way, that she'd already met him a few months earlier. In April 2017, posting, posing as a photographer called Andre Lazio, he'd lured her to Paris for a fake photo shoot. The agency paid £2,000 up front, but the shoot was called off when Andre called to say his equipment had been stolen. Ailing briefly met her, but when he turned up to apologise and gave her the money for a taxi to the airport, Ailing says she never recognised him because he'd been wearing sunglasses. God. But while she was captive in Italy, he told her a different story. He said he'd been ordered to kidnap her in Paris by Black Death, but refused when he discovered she was a mother. In court, yet another story emerged that Herber had indeed planned to kidnap Ailing at the time, but panicked when a terrorist attack on the Champs-Élysées left Paris flooded with police. The fake modelling assignment in Milan, again he paid the agency £2,000 up front, was his second and more successful attempt. My God. Um, let's, should we get in touch with her agent, Adrian Sington, and see if we can speak to her? I'm yes. sure she won't. I'm sure she's pro- quite probably locked into some exclusivity deal. And And again... How can you begrudge anyone, if this is the case, 
how can you begrudge anyone who's been through such a horrific experience trying to make a few quid off the back of that horrific experience? It's her story. She can do with it what she wants. So I suspect she's tied into an exclusive deal with a TV company or a magazine. But do you want to send Adrian yeah. an email and say um, we'd love to have a chat with her if she's not if she's not um, uh, you know caught up in in some kind of deal? And if she is, the very very best of luck to her. She's 21 years old. And, you know, imagine the, the She's horror. making the best of a really bad oh, God, moment. imagine the horror of that. Well done to her. Um, 0344 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. These, these birds... This is why it's got to be stopped. A psycho swan, qu'est-ce A psycho swan has killed 20 rivals in a food and territory war. And once it's, it's killed all of the swans, it will come and attack the radio presenters. The male drowned them and has attacked others using his beak to smash their feet. Smash their feet, what a bastard. And when his female um, mate had four signets, he bumped off three in a single day. When will they ever learn? Bird Sanctuary boss Maria Evans, 62, said, He herds them like a sheepdog and tries to separate one. Once he has it, why don't they kill this bird with a bolt through the neck? Once he has it cornered, he tries to drown it by standing on it or pushing it over the sluice. Sluice? Sluice. 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 what I'm saying. You're saying sluice. I'm saying sluice. Say sluice. Sluice. Say, say loose. Say it's loose. Loose. Sluice. 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 <laughs> I don't understand what <laughs> yeah. you're... I don't understand what the joke is. I'm saying it. Um... Once he has it cornered, he tries to drown it by standing on it or pushing over the sluice into a pond below. He also breaks their toes by getting them on dry land and hammering their feet. Well, this is the same technique that Paul Ross uses to get so much work. This is why he's always, <laughs> this is why he's never unemployed. Because he'll, he'll, he'll push people over a sluice and jump on their toes. Some call him Mr. Nasty, but you couldn't print what I call him. Well, they could. They could use asterisks. His bloodthirsty... Um, rampage began in February at Castle Pond, Pembroke, West Wales, where another killer swan named Hannibal left 15 sleeping with the fishes in 2010. I don't think the sun is taking this story properly. Maria and her staff were forced to intervene when the murder rate shot up last month as the swan became a dad. They've since rescued 14 birds, some mid-attack. Well, it's one of those things, isn't it, where to save the swan population you've got to decrease the swan population so to save all the other swans you've got to kill this guy um she said it's rare to have so much killing it's partly territorial and partly because the pond's salt water means no eel grass this pair can't leave for food elsewhere because they have their babies so this lack of food makes them territorial Jesus, this is just excuse after excuse. The others can't escape as they're in molt, so don't have their flight feathers. This swan and his family are the only ones left. Maria added, and this is the woman in charge of this uh, this this swan 
sanctuary. Maria added, sometimes swans return to the same place the next year to breed. He won't if I have anything to do with it. Oh, flipping heck, man. Swans are vicious, vicious... Um, oh, look, you've, you've done a tweet. Yeah, I, I did. Swans are vicious, vicious um, buggers, aren't they? Hate swans. Hate all swines birds. Swines, more like. Yeah, well, no, swines are pigs. Oh, yeah. So you can't use that. Can we get... I don't want to see that lady in a bra and pants. Let me have a look. Get, get, get rid of that. I don't need to see that. Oh. Huh? Polly Parsons. All the Parsons! Feels like the show's run out of steam a little bit. And to be honest, I don't really care. Because my neck is killing me so much that, um, yeah, it feels like the show's run out. We've got... Indulge me for a minute. I'm having one of my wobbles. I've been having a wobble for a while. Where I'm beginning to think that maybe the show is um, it's not up to it's not up to it's not up to me. No, it's not up to snuff. Yeah, at the moment, I think maybe the show is kind of flagging a little bit. Is not delivering the goods. That's why I really wanted to give that Ray Jar guy the T-shirt because that would count for like. Oh 3, right, 000. that's what this is about, is it? No, 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 it's not at all. But that guy would count for like three thousand listeners or something. Um, but I, I just feel like. Well, actually, some of the shows after coming back from New York were kind of pumped. On Friday, you went home saying, that was a great show. What was Friday? It was a good show. Oh, was it? Okay, fine. It, I, I, I don't know if the listener will have picked up on the um, slight, ever so slight, like, by if you were say if this show was a ship, it's literally like two degrees. We've changed the course. So two degrees is nothing, right? Over a hundred miles, that two degrees is is thousands of miles in terms of where you're going to end up. And I don't know if the listener has picked up on the very subtle little change that I have made, and therefore is a, partly inspired by listening to you when I was away. Um, in terms of of the show, I don't know, Kath. I'm having one of those wobbles where I think the show is a load of old pony. Stop it. And um. And I don't know if it's any good, and I'm worried about my job and all of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's not about that. You're feeling anxious about other things. I'm feeling you, anxious. And you put it on the show. That's what always happens. It, you're right. I'm feeling anxious about this divorce, which is... So I, so I paid my solicitors. I've got two solicitors, one for the divorce, one for the house. Man alive. That's fun. So I paid the solicitor for the divorce. Bearing in mind, I signed it. We did the original papers myself. No way. So I paid her, like, £1,500. It's like, that's that's your account you, you go in and you pay that and then they yeah. and um, they're like well, you're there I got a letter saying right you owe us 250 pounds on top of what you've paid for all the work we've done I'm thinking but you haven't done you haven't done anything we had a meeting but that was that was covered you, you right you haven't done anything there's been no paperwork yet because I did the original papers and and until they come back is that, but their invoice says they've done like six and a half hours work for nearly two grand. Wow. What on what? On sending me a bill. Can you ask to see their workings out? <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. Legally, I, they should have to provide that. Well, I don't know what they've done, and I don't want to cause an argument. So there's the stress of that. There's the the stress of man alive. If you're going through a divorce, right? You have my utmost sympathy it's this word i've deliberately not talked about it but the show's coming to an end so solid 
It's this word that gets bandied around. Oh, such and such have got divorced. Oh, these pop stars got divorced. Oh, did you hear the people next door got... Oh, my mum and dad got divorced. And it's this word that you bandy around. But until you're kind of... You're, you're in it and you're staring down the barrel of it, Flipping it, man. It's massive. It's so stressful and emotional and exhausting. And you got to keep smiling for the kids and all of that stuff, man. And then so compound that with then living in this room. It's a horrible room for two years where I've, I've knackered the sink. I've dropped something on the sink. I've bought some ceramic paint to try and fix it. Yeah. So living in this room for two years where I've been going mad. And I wonder I picked up again because I've been going mad. And then the stress of buying a house... And because the divorce isn't over yet, the house is way more expensive than it should be because I've got to pay double stamp duty. And, and I'm thinking, I've got, I've, you know, if you buy a house with, with a partner, when one of you wakes up at three o'clock in the morning going, ah, you can wake the person up next to you and go, what have we done? And I can't do that at home. I'm waking up. Well, I'm, I'm getting to sleep at three in the morning, but I'm waking up at like five, six in the morning. going, Oh, my God. Oh, there's no one here to talk to about it. I'll just sit here and go mad. On my own. So anyone who's getting a divorce or anyone who's buying a house or anyone who's stupid enough to do both of those things at the same time. Jesus, it's horrendous. So what's the double stamp duty about? Is it because it's assumed that you're some sort of a landlord? It's assumed it's my second house. This is a new rule, I think. So it's assumed this is my second property. you're a landlord. So I've got to pay double double stamp duty. It's an extra £14,000. I had to magic out of nowhere. Oh, my God. And apparently it had been explained to me before, but I'd kind of missed that. So when you get a bill saying, by the way, don't forget you owe us an extra £14,000. Excuse me? Baking powder? I beg your pardon? Let's go to Geoffrey. Good evening, Geoffrey. Oh, hello. Hello, Geoffrey. Um, sorry, that, um, it's not Ian, that's Sam. No, this is Ian. Jesus, really? Turn your radio off. Sorry? Turn your radio off. Oh, yes. Do you know what I'll do, actually? It's a lot easier. I'll just walk in the other room. There you go. Is that better? No, because I can still hear the radio. Is and it, 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 it will oh. confuse your... Yeah. Right, and what's oh, your language? you Catherine there in the background, too. Yes, mate. We, we do the radio show together. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. I, uh, I, I'm on my way. Oh, God, you're going to... No, t- you'll turn it off, Jeffrey. I can't, honestly can't find the remote control. I honestly can't, but I'm now out in the back garden. Is that better? That's perfect, Geoffrey. What would you like to say to the uh, audience of the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio? Oh, cool. Um, no, nothing, man. Just uh... Okay, thanks very much for calling. <laughs> After all that run-up. <laughs> Don't worry, he thinks he's still talking to us now, oh. so, that's, um, so that's that. I mean... Um... But yeah, it's stressful, man. And so it makes you it makes you question. That was it. Makes you makes one me. I can only speak for me. I can't speak for anyone else. It makes one question everything. So I'm questioning the show. I'm questioning, um, you know, my role as a as a parent. I'm questioning. Um, uh, no, those are the two things I'm questioning mainly. My, 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 the show and my role as a parent. And you, you know why? Why? Because they're two things you can do something about. Um, 
what you mean make another baby no huh? you can make adjustments so you can okay. say right i'm going to be a more present dad yeah. today i'm going to be i'm going to be picnic dad i'm going to do all these different things yeah. um, and also with the show right i can tinker with it there whereas yeah. everything else you've got to hand over yeah, you've got to man. wait for things for other people to do their bit aye, aye, aye. Who, who'd, who'd be a grown-up oh it's rubbish uh, being a grown and this is the thing and you, you i see my kids doing it i know i did it you when you're a kid come in paul when you're a kid, you want to grow up really quickly. And I see my kids saying that, and you're thinking, no, you don't, ma'am. No, my kids just want to wear high heels. They think that's what being a grown-up So is. do mine! <laughs> Here's someone who never grew up, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Ross. The Peter Pan of pop. <laughs> In fact, there's a great character in Catch-22, the Joseph Heller book, called Dunbar. Oh, I haven't says, read it for a while. Go yeah, on. But Dunbar's the... He's the kind of philosopher, and he says, look, you know, we've got a finite time on this earth. We're young men risking our lives. You feel your life is much longer... When you're incredibly bored, yeah. so that's his philosophy. Oh yes, yes. And yes. he says, you know, summer holidays when you're a kid, sometimes they seem like they lasted fifteen thousand years, but they're never long enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing when you're a kid, because everything you've got no way really of choosing to entertain yourself yeah. or bring interest into your life. Yeah. Maybe kids these kids, say eh? kids these kids, days. They don't. But, but that's the thing, boredom is what it is about growing up, isn't it? You we are, wave goodbye to boredom. We yeah. are three old farts, and I include you in that, Catherine. Thanks. Absolutely not. I won't have that. Um, Young farts. Three old <laughs> farts fart talking about bloody. Kids. kids. What's kids. the matter with kids today? <laughs> so time travel. Time travel on the show today. There's uh, that man's name and number. I should post it through the proper pass channels. It to, yeah, through the proper channels. Please. Oh, we'll do it. We'll do him in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so, the know. book is. I've, I've only heard. I've read chunks of the book. It's an audio book as well. You can download. But he lost his father when he was ten. And he wants to go back, and that's what's motivating him. But he thinks it's wow. available. Be, be possible next century. He says, but he is a proper bona fide American it. professor from the University of Connecticut, I and he's been banging it. on about this for 20 years yeah. about time travel. That's a big mission. And we're also talking about a remarkable fly past tomorrow, 100 years of the RAF, 100 planes in the sky. Wowzers. They're going to be over Buckingham Palace at precisely 1pm. What could possibly go wrong? Spitfires, <laughs> hurricanes, it's going to be wow. fantastic. And people already tweet you. That guy Owen Jones is a bit of a kind of Corbin up. We're saying, huh, is it a military coup? No, it's a rehearsal wow. for the gigantic <laughs> RAF fly past on the show. All that and more. Still Have you come. been asked to, be, to take part in Theresa May's cabinet yet? Because she's using... Uh, using up everyone now, isn't she? Surely you must be on. Well, I'm available. Cash your bankers draft. My my home phone. The answer phone says I'll do it. You know that. There you go. Exactly. Well, what nude? Got good hands. Can ride a horse. Let's try again with uh, with Jeffrey. Good evening, Jeffrey. Hello, mate. Yeah, I just wanted to say that was um, as, as brief as it was and as silly as it was. I really enjoyed talking to. Uh, <laughs> for a minute there. Okay. Well, and, he uh, enjoyed I'll call again sometimes. You give him a call again because right. he enjoyed talking to you, Jeffrey. Hey, man. Hello. Hey, wicked. Yeah, okay, wicked, 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 wicked. Kicking. This is this is what we're dealing with here. Is right. fat still a thing? P H A T? Probably not. Not for us. My daughter's went through a phase about ten years ago. Same thing was the bomb. Oh, it's long gone. You can't the bomb. say the bomb now. It's no. it's all sick now. And uh, peng. Ping. Peng. 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 I've heard of sick, not peng. Like peng. Pengu. Peng. Peng. Steve Peng. No peng. I saw Steve Peck's wind-up CDs three for a pound the other. I might buy them. Actually, bring me for you. Set, complete set three it's for a pound. Inflation. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> make, the, uh, make the hours go like molasses in January. Paul <laughs> Ross is on at one o'clock. Um, pretty much every night this week. I oh, know you're not because you're going on holiday. Last one tomorrow. Last one tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, fine. Well, then in that case, you know, he'll make them good ones. He yeah. always does. Uh, Catherine and I will be back tonight at ten. Don't forget, you can download uh, the podcast if you go to iTunes or Acast and you type in Late Night Alternative or Ian Lee or Catherine Boyle or whatever, those things will come up. I'd imagine the shows that you did when I was away are still available. Oh, probably, uh, yeah. They were very strong. Um, well, I've only listened to bits. I'm going to listen to some tomorrow. That's Don't. my plan. Shut so up. I fielded three calls from the Radio Academy for the first night alone. <laughs> wow. Just the three? Yep. Unbelievable. I'm losing it. We Thank you, Sam, as always. <laughs> Don't forget to stay tuned to Paul Ross. We will be back tonight at 10. Until then, from us, ta-ta.